Hey, this is Mike from Hotheads. Do us a favor, we're trying to reach a larger audience. Leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this right now. Spotify, iTunes, leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing. We'd appreciate that. Uh, we're also a member of the Welcome to the Show podcast network, and we'd like you to check out the website, wttspod.com. That's wttspod.com. There's a lot of good content there, including articles from our show. And you can also get a couple of other podcasts there that might be interesting to you. Thanks a lot for listening. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Podcast. That's more unpredictable than your exit last call. Get ready for all the takes that you didn't know you wanted or needed. Now here's your hosts, John, Mike, and Jimmy, the Fantasy Hotheads. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hotheads. We are in week 74 of quarantine. Um, every time I cough, my, my wife thinks I have COVID. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. The, the world has come to an end. I'm officially convinced that we're all in purgatory, just uh, sweating out our shitty sins and all that crap. Uh, so big week in sports, considering this is the only thing in sports right now. The NFL draft is in two days. We're recording on a Tuesday, obviously. Um, so, you know, hand in hand with fantasy sports, uh, the NFL entry draft is great—a great time to start your dynasty startup or your dynasty rookie draft. It'll usually take place the Monday after. Um, you know, a bunch of us here are in various uh, dynasty leagues together. So, guys, I know, I know, most of us are new to dynasty. What are your thoughts? Your your initial? What are your initial feelings toward dynasty and the different dynasty types of dynasty leagues you're in? I mean, uh, I'm in quite a few now. You know, like I said, I kind of have a dynasty problem going right now. So the the big takeaway is is that I've never done superflex before, and now that I um, now that I have gotten really deep into the superflex, I'm real nervous that like redraft isn't going to hold the same luster for me anymore. Because once you once you live the superflex life, I feel like everything else is just kind of plain and boring. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's more than the difference between standard scoring and PPR. Like this is a true change in, in culture. Right. So, so, so Mike, that, that's for the uninitiated. Walk, walk us through what's that mean? Super flex. Super flex means that you have a, a flex position. That is any position, meaning you can start a second quarterback. And how many, how many, oh, so, okay. so you can have, you have, you have to have a starting quarterback, but your flex, your extra super flex spot. If if you're not starting a starting quarterback in that super flex spot, especially in a six point per passing touchdown league, uh, you are well behind the curve. Uh, this is how important quarterback is in that league. I drafted Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's so, not even the fifth. So you're saying yet. That you need another quarterback? Is that what you're saying? Okay. No, re- relax. He's my third quarterback. I have I have Showtime as my starter, and then I got uh, Mr. Glass as my. As my so, second so at least year, you're only starting one quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, with Carson Wentz's injury history, it's probably going to be Dwayne Haskins and Pat Mahomes in my starting lineup most of the year. I mean, Ray, so, Ray, what do you think about the dynasty format? I love the dynasty format. Uh, you basically you own the team forever, so having that type of format is very intriguing because you are a true GM, you're a true coach, you have the the full gambit. Uh, versus I, I love having keeper leagues, uh, but now this is like a whole nother level. I've played in the super flex option before, and uh, I loved it. I will say that it didn't take my, um, you know, 
eagerness away from playing in your regular redraft leagues. You know, I've been in a league with you guys for almost 20 years now, um, or over 20 years now. So you have some leagues that you're just never going to give up. You revamp them. But um, I love the I love the super flex option. I love the dynasty option. I'm in my third one now. Um, and the difference about our league, I don't think people realize is we stretched it out to 14 teams. Um, I think that was important, important because it, it gave a lot of different strategy as far as the quarterbacks. Um, one guy, he has zero running backs going into the 13th round now. So it's just so many different strategies and different ways you can construct the team. The trades are off the charts. We probably had about 50 trades already and it's not even, uh, you know, the 15th round. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 the trade activity in that draft has been fantastic. It's just been so fun. I'm watching the message board to see who's talking to who, who's like, there's been guys like, yo, I sent this per- from team A to team B. I sent you a message and I'll be like, and I'll message team A and be like, Hey man, why'd you send me that message? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, you, you touched on the guy that went zero running back strategy. We're going to have, uh, a new friend of the show, Caleb Drake. We're going to have him on a little bit later to talk about his um, his zero running back strategy and how he goes about building his uh, dynasty teams in a startup and re- and um, you know in second year drafts and so on and so forth. But um, you know, you're seeing a lot. You could tell the difference between people that have been stuck on just typical redraft league for their whole fantasy careers. You know, you got guys drafting 42-year-old quarterbacks as their one and only quarterback. I mean, you, you see guys that are so overactive in doing things with, I got to do this, I got to do this. Well, this guy keeps making deals, so I have to keep doing it, even if it's not the best thing. Like, we, we had one guy, um, he's, he had to have made like five or six trades already, and then all of a sudden pulled the plug on the trades, and he just set himself up. And then you have other guys that just keep trading and keep digging the deeper, digging, digging themselves deeper and deeper holes. We have one guy, I don't even think he's drafted a player in the startup draft yet because he has like 17 picks uh, in he, the rookie he draft. He has three players. It's round 13. He has it's, three players. The, the, the different strategies that we've seen in this, in this yeah. startup draft alone, it's, it's, been, it's been exciting to see because it's fantasy. What I worry about with fantasy, and Mike and I hit this point last year. I don't know about you guys, but it was a point where fantasy kind of got a little – Bland Stale. for me. It was Stale. it was over and over the same thing over and over again, and I made the mistake of having a, a lot of very similar teams last year. So it was kind of all right. Well, you know, I I'm just watching the same guys, and I I started fantasy. Fo- I started doing fantasy football to keep track of all different guys across the sport. So I would like be watching different games all the time, and now it's just kind of like I was watching the same like twelve thirteen guys, and I'm like, oh well, this yeah, isn't it, that it was twelve thirteen you know? guys. Yeah, that's a great strategy. But it, that's rarely the case. Right? I, I I went playoffs across the board except for one leg, and it was that leg. It was just you know it was bad luck that I didn't make the play. We didn't make the playoffs. It was just you know I scored points, just got outscored. I had third, more points scored against me. Third highest po- scoring team or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. It was a, it was every week it was, the team that we're playing was you know high score of the week. It was just to the point where it's just boo. Yep. Oh, but I was booing the Evan Ingram pick. I'm watching it. The what is it? The 2018 draft now? <laughs> or no, no, the 2017. This is how draft. sad sports news has gotten, right? We're watching two-year-old drafts. I mean, come on, old yeah. Super Bowls, but, great boxing uh, matches. Actually, I'm a little, fuck, jeal- 
I'm Fuck jealous. you guys. I watched two and a half hours of cornhole uh, on ESPN two. Put, put it this way. So. I put like I clicked on uh, a link today, like thinking about this this Thursday draft, figuring, all right, maybe it'll take me to this team. I think it was like the Chargers or something like that. The top headline for the Chargers is who has the hottest uniform New unis. in the league? I'm like, are you the Chargers by far? They, oh, they already had on. the best uniforms. The, dude, those, those baby blues with the gold pants? Yeah. Really? Yeah, but it's like half I have to agree. Fuck. I mean, come on. It's just sad state of affairs. That's all we got. That's all. Well, speaking of sports news, we we finally have a little bit of news to talk about too. I mean, if this isn't an indictment on Bill Belichick, I don't know what is. You had Gronk who said he hated football, doesn't want to play anymore. All of a sudden, is now back, back with the Bucks, baby. Brady and Gronk. Can, together can you imagine again. that conversation? Go back like twelve months ago, right? 12 months ago, it's Tom Brady calling up Gronk being like, listen, dude, I need you to come back. And Gronk going, no, nah, man, I'm good. I, I don't need to come back. I'm feeling, living the life, right? I got it all going on. You know, background, right? I ain't playing for Bill Belichick ever again. That's, that's, that's got to be right? the subcontext there, right? It's, it's got to be some, I mean, Tom Brady is now in a new league, and he calls up Gronk and goes, listen, I did what you asked. I moved. Come to Florida. And Gronk goes, I'll be right there. <laughs> Yo soy fiesta, bro. That's, Yo, that's, soy ex- fiesta. that's exactly how that He's went. already down there. Brady yeah, calls Yo, right. Gronk. He's, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's in a WWE, you know, so he's already down there. He's a central worker yeah. for wrestling. Yo, this this is this is how this phone conversation went. Brady calls up Gronk. Meanwhile, little backstory on Gronk. He's been smoking blunts all day. So this is this is how this phone call went. Yo, Rob, it's it's Tom. How you doing, bud? Oh, what's going on, bro? I just pinned the rock. Yeah. Yeah, man. So I'm with the Bucks now. What the hell is a buck? Like a dollar bill? No, man. It's a football team in Tampa. I'm in Florida too, bro. Yo, we want you to come play for the Bucks. Yo, soy fiesta. Let's do it. Click. Done. That's how this deal happened. Guaranteed that's the exact transcript of that phone call. Anybody going to argue that? No? Because I'm right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just... My opinion, Gronk's probably going to have about 50 catches this year for, like, 650 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, is he going to be fucking 2010 Gronk? No. I'm going over five touchdowns. What is the plan now? over five. I say he scores eight. Over five? Give him eight. Are they trading OJ yeah, Howard at this point? It. Like, is is this over with? Uh, I feel like you would have to. I mean, right? What are they going to get for OJ Howard right now? I think you'd probably get like a six round pick. Oh my god! I mean, they they destroyed his value so much on the field, and now with adding Gronk, you've just destroyed any any value you had for him in yeah. a trade market anyway. Man, OJ, especially if Evan Ingram is on the trade block from the Giants. I mean, O.J. Howard is... Is he? I'm hoping for... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm yeah. hoping for a third-round pick. At the, yeah, I, at I'm the surprised best. you're not all over this, man. San Francisco has been all over the Giants for him. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know uh, Evan Ingram was being thrown out there. I saw some of the 49 players, which surprised me, but uh, I didn't know Evan Ingram. No, but but he has been specifically linked to San Francisco. Imagine that two which, tight end set, Kittle wow. Ingram. If, 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 like if Ingram can stay on the field. Like <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ray, he – I mean, I don't know how much Giants Giants football you watch, but Ingram is a special tight end. It's his problem is he yeah, can't stay Yeah, I know that from fantasy, so absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm, I'm definitely – well, 
I'm excited to have Gronk back in the league. I think he's exciting, Dominic. And football's exactly. just more entertaining with Gronk, right? Like little Gronks <laughs> all over it, right? But O.J. Howard was the guy who I thought, you know, I think I have him in, in the in the dynasty league. And it's like, all right. He, he, yeah, you do because you got yep. fucking super chubbed yep. up when you he, heard he, Brady the guy had zero like, value last year. Ah, little, little value. Because for, for a week straight, for a week straight, all we got were David Johnson and O.J. Howard texts from you. I'm like, Jesus Christ, could you fucking talk about two more useless players in fantasy football? DeAndre Hopkins went to my second quarterback. I'm just saying. Yeah, but in Superflex, it don't fucking matter. You're not in Superflex, so it don't matter. You can have it. That's right. Who? Colin Murray. Just take your first round pick. Is this in hot heads? Oh, I have... I, I have two first round picks. It so. is it is hotheads. This is in our our namesake dynasty league. Actually, I might only have one by the end of the night. My brother offered me a trade today. That I, if he I get, offered you a trade, yeah. If I get what? if I get drunk enough, I might I might take it. <laughs> he never offers trades. He he uh, he offered to let. Me offer <laughs> trade, which oh, I, I did. I heard. <laughs> That's funny. It's funny you say that. Like, my brother called me yesterday, and I'm pretty sure he was fishing, and I didn't bite. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty good. Third spot. Oh no, I will. Oh, your I, brother's a fucking dirtbag guy because I've been talking to him about trying to get his first round pick, so he's yeah. trying to shop to get a better deal. Uh, <laughs> what do you use this call to be a good brother? Hey, I'm glad that there's a little activity going on in that league. If it's because he it, well, it could that, use a little injection. Now that there's money on the well, I think that I think bad boys got it going because it got my trade juices flowing. Now I just want to fucking deal, bro. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a good thing. Like, listen, I'm glad we did it the first year as a no money thing. I, I think what you're seeing is like you guys' experience, and, and damn, I wish I would have taken you up on the offer to be in that 14 person league. But, uh, you know, it's like, well, we have one guy that hasn't made a pick yet, so I'm not sure he's actually in the league. So, <laughs> he has every rookie pick. Yeah, oh, you know, Biggie. All right. All rookie. I'm looking. He he has Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, Eric Ebron. He, he's, That's it. he's totally playing for the, for the long term. Oh, and he has Enkil Harry. Yeah, he's got every one of my rookie picks. <laughs> and he's got John Brown. And he turns some of those rookie picks into rookie picks wow. for next year. And, you know, in like 20 years, he's Cincinnati. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> at, at some point, he has to be able to start a roster. That's That's all we're saying there. Right. Um, yeah, but so Ray, what I want to get before we before we start talking about the entry draft, Ray set this league up, and it's probably one of the most unique scoring systems I've ever seen. We're tiered on PPR, one, one and a half, and two. We're tiered on um, completions, uh, rushing attempts, yardage. Um, Dude, five points for twenty carries at the running back position. Ray, feel free to jump in here and and just like. Name all the different categories. It is first down like NFL blitz. Um, yeah, NFL blitz yeah. type scoring here, man. It's this was awesome. like um, my baby. I've been wanting to like put together for a while. Um, you guys are in my bad boys league, and uh, we always try to tweak that league. We have a, a lot of things going on. It's a really fun league. We include FanDuel. So um, one thing I've always done, I've always taken things that I like from your league and added it to my league. For instance. Um, you were, you and your brother uh, were one of the ones who started the uh, extra point for a tight end or full point for a tight end. We used to do half PPR, 
Um, and that changed our strategy. That was the big change back in the day. Um, another league had the two-game format. So we went to the two-game format. So what I did was I wanted to – every crazy thing that I could think of to put into this league. Um, Biggie used to run a 14-man league, so I wanted it to be a 14-man league. I wanted the, the, the scoring to be real high, the tiering to be high. It's a dynasty. It's a super flex. So that's why you're seeing so many trades, so many different strategy. Mike, I want you to talk about your strategy. I've had a lot of things going on with my team. Yep. John, same thing for you. Um, and I think the scoring, the tiers, I think it's funny because Mike called me maybe uh, in the middle of like round seven or eight. And he's like, dude, did you realize the scoring was, you know, like this with tight ends? And he's like, did you do this on purpose? Or And then right after that, I could I could see his like wheels turning, so it was hilarious. Like all the end moment draft <laughs> moments we've had on Marco Polo. Well, yeah, yeah, he did it on purpose because you see his third round, <laughs> Kelsey and Kittle back to back picks. Yep. <laughs> so I just I just went through our league activity page for that one. So far, and we're only in round twelve of the startup draft. There's been twenty three trades. Oh my god, twenty three for real? Twenty three trades. That's basically breaks down to almost two trades per round. That's it. So on the, on the pre-show, oh, John, we were alluding to, like, you know, uh, aggressive strategy and they realized we weren't aggressive enough. So what the hell does that mean? So I had the – I had the, I'd pick five, right? I, I've never snake done a Superflex league before. Snake or is it all straight up? And snake. Got, got it. This snake. is Snake. So, so I, had, I had 105. Uh, Mike had 101. Full disclosure, Mike and I have played fantasy football together for 16 years, 17 years. And we have never completed a trade. We've got close a couple times, but we've never trusted each other enough to. We've never it's completed a pretty, trade. Like not a not a blockbuster like this. I mean, if we if we have it, it's been like bit piece, bit piece right. for a bit kicker piece. for There's defense. never been a significant like. Oh, I yeah, I, yeah, like I need a kicker right. this week. We need a defense. Yeah. Let's work something out so, for real, honestly. There has never been a significant player exchange hands between the two of us because I don't fucking trust him. If I, as and far as I, I can don't see fucking him, trust you. And there is zero chance that you should trust me because I'm a fucking snake. So but, so John, before you continue, <laughs> one caveat is that we're going to draft a rookie. Um, from this draft right now, um, next week. So we had to we had the choice to pick our position that we were drafting from. So that also played a part in strategy because some guys took that last pick so they can have the number one rookie pick. So you're seeing a lot of that in this draft um, in regards to the trading, which which plays into the strategy for the guy that took the 14th in the in the startup draft because he took his quarterbacks are both 40 plus years old. So he needs that he's, number one overall to get it. Don't you feel like he's he's telegraphed at this point that he's going to take Burrow? Yeah, I, I feel like I feel absolutely. like that's the that's the. I, I think he said it on, in one of our chats. But anyway, so my my thought process going into this draft was, fuck, I don't want Kyler Murray. <laughs> I don't think Lamar Jackson will get to me. I want one of these young stud quarterbacks, and it's just not going to happen for me. I want that quarterback for Superflex. So I moved up from 1-5 to 1-1 or 101. And it cost me a bit. I mean, I gave up a first, a third, and then my first and second in this year's rookie draft. And I got the 1-1 one, one, and the one and the 5-1. Five, one, or 5-1. Five, 5-0-1, one. Five, five, oh, one, one, oh, one. So yeah, I paid a lot for it. But my thought process going into the race, like you said, I thought I was being aggressive. And then like literally like six minutes later, the guy who we'll be talking to a little bit later turns the second overall pick into a first, a second, and a third. And but, I was just like he didn't he didn't have to give up late round picks after that. Like no. it was 
dude, <laughs> I don't want to call it straight up rape. It was, it was, man, it was, it was a rough trade. It was a rough uh, trade. Now I, I see it from both sides. I absolutely get what, what, uh, losing my mind. The other guy was doing the other guy was doing. I get what he's doing. He was, he went out and got the best player. In football. That's his team name. Went out and got the best losing player. Losing my football. mind. No, no, no. Was it losing my mind? No, it was uh, ass eating season. <laughs> I feel ridiculous every time I say that fucking name. Every time uh, I say that fucking name, I feel. I I was on the phone. I was on the phone with my brother, and I said the name. And my wife looked over at me. She's like, "What the fuck did you the, just say?" The truth. The truth is, uh, honestly, I don't. There were so many trades. I think the initial trade was to losing my mind. I think that's actually losing my mind is the one who has Christian McCaffrey right now. Oh, so then it was a oh my god, it was a so he he made multiple right. like you don't understand he he then took Michael Thomas, who he picked with losing my minds, and then traded him. Dude, it was <laughs> it's like a beautiful mind. You always joke about it. The guy on the board, right in the, the yeah. Like this guy, this guy took our league that that does algebra and and did some fucking calculus <laughs> on us. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. Well, basically, he turned a f- one first round pick into a first, a second, and a third round pick. So, so it was crazy. It was crazy. And, and, I, and, so still, ended, and still ended up with Michael Thomas. Who, who's worth I can tell you right now. To take it one. I moved up to take Pat Mahomes. I went up and picked a, uh, took a guy that's going to get me 35 points a week for the next year. what I did last year. Agreed. I I, listen, I. Never look back. Absolutely. Never and you're back. happy with it. Yeah. You know, I um, I'm the one who ended up trading back, and the the funny thing is, I took Kyler Murray with the pick. Now, here's the thing, I kind of feel the same way about Kyler Murray as John, but at the same time, I kind of walked into this draft, and again, I've I'm I have a dynasty problem. I have a lot of teams, but I noticed something about a lot of my teams. They are they are the same players. Mike, I have so Mike, many. Mike has an obsessive uh, an obsessive personality. Once he starts something, if he gets any even little bit of interest into it. It just consumes him, and he has to, like, just overwhelm himself with it. It was like poker. We started playing poker, and it was like every day, poker, poker, <laughs> poker, poker, poker. It's fantasy sports. I have to be the best fantasy. Blah, 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 blah. I got to do this, like, this, like, this, like, this, like, dynasty. I have to be in 37 dynasty. Superflex. I need all the superflex. At this point, he's just – he's mainlining – He's mainlining yeah. fucking dynasty leagues into his fucking arm. We're gonna find them in the crawl space, tied off and just drooling Mike, on himself. Like, it's, Mike, I, I'm doing two drafts as we speak. <laughs> What's your name? What's your yeah. story, son? <laughs> but some people would call that. Some people call, would call that Gamblers Anonymous, but I, whatever. This isn't gambling. I don't look at this as gambling. I agree. This is, dude. I'm paying for entertainment. That's what this is. So <laughs> yeah. it's prostitution. This is, yeah, fantasy oh, prostitution. Absolutely. Jesus Christ! I don't think that's. How do you think that's be- in the grand scheme of things? How do you think prostitution is better than gambling? Is better I'm than changing gambling? the name of my fantasy team to the fantasy trip. Okay, whatever. That's, that's it. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. That's awful. You could do. You could do better. Yeah, you I could, probably could. You could do better. Like no, but uh, half price blowjobs. I mean, that's better than that. I mean, I'm gonna get back to reality. I took <laughs> Kyler Murray. Because I want to diversify a little bit. Kyler Murray is is ranked awfully high right now by a lot of other people that I just I, I'm I'm trying to tell you I I don't know if I agree with them. And the reason being, it really has a lot to do with the size of this kid. I mean, I, listen, Russell Wilson's not a very big dude. We see him go out there and do amazing things. Russell, the creator, I get it. You know what? Uh, you know what? Finally sealed the deal for me that Kyler Murray isn't the guy. 
you you took him fifth overall because you suck at drafting quarterbacks. You're awful with it every year. You're you're really not wrong about that. No, you, I, every the, time I yeah, draft a quarterback, for, he sucks. For as yeah. good at fantasy football as you are, for some reason you are the kiss of death to quarterbacks. You you wasted a third round pick on Aaron Rodgers two years ago, and and it was his worst statistical season of his career. Um, I asked you a question one year. I'm like, dude, this is years and years ago. I'm like. I was oh. stuck. McNabb or Culpepper? McNabb or Culpepper? Dude, Culpepper, I didn't know it was the worst. It was the last about football. He stunk. He <laughs> was fucking awful. And Don McNabb was damn near wow. MVP that year. Like you're never gonna let me forget about that. That's I will never let you forget about that. It's hard being in the league with, with an that English was in your apartment. You can't Tim. forget things that like that no one else even cares about. That's the problem. I know, Jimmy. That 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 draft was in your apartment back in the day. That, yeah, oh my God! Remember I that? Do sort of. If I, didn't drink oh, too much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're, you're right. The, the condo. So what you're saying is I need to get rid of Kyler yeah. Murray. Jeez, anyway, uh, in our league and uh, and turn him into no. some rookie draft capital. That's what you're saying because Mike just crushed him. I 100 percent agree with that statement. Who's oh, your okay. quarterback? Who, I, 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 Patty no, not, nobody Kyler gives a fuck about it. Uh, oh. Or you should just put a message on the board, and be like, "Hey guys, should we make this dynasty league yes. super flex dynasty league?" <laughs> and then you're set. But I'll, but I'll need a third quarterback. No. Oh, my quarterbacks are awful in that league. Uh, which one in the dynasty? Hot, the hot heads? Yeah, I got uh, Drew Brees, Danny Jones, Nick Foles, Tyrod Taylor. Oh. Not that bad. Yeah. Daniel Jones? Not great. Yeah. Daniel Jones is about so to lose his job in 48 hours. You're some of these. Uh, rankings I'm looking at here. All right, so we, we got a little off track there. Ray, t- take me into the lab. Let me let me, you know you're the mad scientist right here, creating this fucking multi-platform, multi-tiered scoring system. Like, did did you just like fucking hit hit the blunt too hard one night and like shit? Let's just fucking point everything. Imagine a world. Where a guy steps off the sideline and gets three points. Like, is, is, <laughs> what did this guy do? He played. <laughs> awesome. Sorry. I, I think I think Ray. I think Ray passed out. <laughs> well, all I can tell you is it's been a fun league. Fourteen team is is deep, man. We're in the twelfth round right now. And it's it is slim pickings, bro. Slim, slim pickings. I would I would equate the twelfth round of a uh, of a fourteen team league to be like the sixteenth round of a twelve team league. It's it's getting to that point without the like, without the option to take kickers and defenses. Right, like it's it is thin. It is Should really really, really thin. Um, so like we need a twelve team, and we'll right. see. If you if you want me to start another super flex dynasty league, I will be more than happy to do that. I'd be in on it. Oh, here we go, boys. Ray. Are you, are you back, Ray? I think we lost him. Oh no. Yeah, man. It's it's been a lot of fun though this this whole experience. And trust me, man, All we're right. definitely going to be doing it again. That's for sure. So let's get in this week, right? All right. So right? yeah, there we go. Thursday. Yeah, I mean, is there honestly? Is there gonna be, like? Is this gonna break records? The NFL yeah, let's go. I'm I, back. There he is. He's back. He's back. I don't want to leave you that that oh. soon. Oh. 
Oh, I, I got I, worried I was about hitting the blow too hard again. No, I'm sorry. No. So speaking of which, I think you're right. I think I had one of those moments, and uh, Mike invited me to a, a social social distancing league uh, maybe two or three weeks ago. It kind of got the juices flowing. wasn't much going on, and I was like, you know what, bro, let's do it. And um, we just start started, you know, putting the league together. Um, Pulled the guys, whether they wanted 16 teams or 14. We went with 14. Um, and then I think we just kind of tweaked the scoring. And then the final night, I don't even think Mike noticed, but I just made a bunch of changes to the scoring. And, uh, no, I, and it's funny. I did not notice. I it's know. funny because we I gave everybody a week to review the, the, the league scoring. And, and, you know, Mike was, you know, he was very adamant. Let's give people time. Yeah, you want to know when I looked Round at the you know, you know when I looked at the scoring? <laughs> Round six. Round six. <laughs> Why would he take two quarterbacks in a row? Oh man. Well, no, I knew the I knew the lineup restrictions, but dude, when we when we started, I was adamant that right. there would be no kickers and no defense. I I, I and, I'm so over kickers and defenses. Oh. I mean, I'm trying to get our league our league of record to kind of combine them as we're slowly I'd rather get rid of them. I think we should just, just add, drop add them. Flex. Yeah. I, I want to – I think we should just start larger – yeah, exactly. Start more players, get rid of the kickers and defenses altogether. Like, I'd almost rather draft IDP at this point. Like, no, that's how not at all. Over. Never, I, I'm not saying I want to. I'm saying that, like, it's Mike, just – Mike, do, do me a favor, Mike. Boring, you a pen in front of it's you? so boring. Take that pen and stab yourself in the hand. Don't ever say yeah. IDP again. Uh, uh, IDP. <laughs> Don't ever say IDP. Don't say IDP on this on this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike, ID, Mike IDPs himself. Listen, I, I, I've been against it for a long time. I've been thinking, oh. how do we, like, at least if you combine the kicker with the defense. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot to put the coke in. Captain in, brother. Oh. If you uh, that was just straight wrong. Eliminate Yummy. the useless kicker, the useless defense. Combine them. At least there's some points there. You know, some consistency. I don't know. I, I hate it. No. Yeah, it's um, you know, like I think I touched on the. I'll touch on this a little later in the show. But this is this this league at least has been a hard league to uh, get change approved. So you know, little baby steps, baby baby steps. It's been 20 years, and we finally uh, we finally got a. Right, we we watch fantasy sports, or we do fantasy sports for points. We don't watch it for eighty-five to eighty-eight games. You know, we I want to see one ninety to one ninety-five. Like that's what I want to see. I want to see points. I wanted like a couple years back. I was in a, a uh, the last game of the season. I was actually playing the guy I was tied with, and it was the Dallas Giants Sunday night game. We were literally going back and forth every time there was. He had this is years ago. Miles Austin. And I think I had um, I, 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 I had somebody on the Giants, and like literally, <laughs> it wasn't that long. I'm not that fucking old asshole. <laughs> but like, there was a play at the end of the game where if Miles Austin caught the ball, he was gone. It was a clear touchdown, but he dropped the ball, and it ended up putting me into the playoffs. It was like, it was awesome. But like, you want the score, you want that adrenaline rush, and like. You know, it's like all right, one point for every twenty-five <laughs> yards rushing, one point for every fifty-yard passing, four yeah, points. You won. Like, Eighty-five. Fuck's the point? <laughs> Did I really? Cool. You're gonna awesome. have some scoring in this league. I'll, I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Yo, you're gonna see three hundred point weeks, guaranteed. Oh, easily. 
And it's going to be awesome, dude. Ele- 11 guys in the starting lineup and two quarterbacks. You're going to see – you might see 400 I wouldn't doubt it in some weeks. Good Lord. Yeah. I mean, well, you, you, you get some of these weeks where these guys like Mahomes going off for like a 65-point week. You know, and you get Wentz is capable of that too. Like, so let's say my team. You got Wentz and Mahomes combined for 110 points, let's say. And I got nine other guys. They can't. They can't with this scoring. They can't score me. So I will add this. Um, yeah, this is a you know dynasty. So long term, and I think that people are putting like you see Biggie. He's putting emphasis on this upcoming rookie draft. Some people are have emphasis on these uh, inaugural mm-hmm. picks. But for me, I'm looking holistically, and I have three first round picks for next year's draft. So I know people aren't looking at that, but I'm like, look. I'm going to stack my team this year, but I'm thinking about next year, too. Yeah. You know, have three first-rounders that I could play around with. Yep, I don't know right. what they're going to look like, but hopefully it's a decent draft. Maybe I can package two of them to get, you know, my my quarterback or something like that. And I think I love the strategy. I love how every team is, is different or you're going to get to your point in a different manner. So yeah. Listen, I, I was willing to sacrifice like, yeah. right. so, if I won last year. I mean, you want to win, right? You want to be one. You want to be. You want to win. You want to be competitive. But I was also thinking about, like, sometimes you gotta take a mediocre to above above average year to make sure you actually have longevity. Year one of a dynasty, you know. And that was my kind of strategy. So I was like, listen, I'll take Pat Mahomes. So I'm gonna be happy with that now and later for a long time. Over. Who's my other option? One. So. Like I had, I had a, I had a strategy going into this draft. It's something that I tried to stick on last year in my dynasty draft, but I've been very good about sticking to it this year. I wanted players. I didn't want. I wanted all of my players service years of five and less, right? You know. So my oldest player right now on this team is mm-hmm. twenty-seven years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you figure for the most part. Running backs, peak age, 24, 25. Uh, receivers, 28. Quarterbacks is 32, 33. So if I keep that average age of my team around 25, 26 years old, it means my team, most of, most of my team is right. in their window, right? Right. So I didn't really care too much about this year's rookie draft because these are guys that, let's be honest, they're going to become available in trades. And there's some of those other guys that will give you, you know, a one or two week competitive advantage. They'll, they should be there. Anybody else is paying attention in the league, right? Some of those guys will still be there, right? You can pick a guy like, listen, I got an AG Green. Can that work out? No, he played a freaking snap last year, but theoretically, he's going to play a snap this year, and uh, you know, probably catching balls from, yeah. from Joe Burrow. Unfortunate for Joe Burrow, but you know, he has a little bit of value <laughs> again for a year, and then I can, you know, I can lose him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy to see the amount of different strategies that go into drafting a dynasty roster, especially in the startup. I mean, with with typical redraft or keeper or, you know, as I like to call it, franchise leagues, um, you know, a lot of the strategies tend to overlap. You know, you, you go RB heavy, you go wide receiver heavy. Everybody tends to wait on quarterback. Um, so it, it's it's nice to see that, like, it's this like draft you're in your is own all over the place. Right? Like this you're... is the closest to, you know, you getting to an actual NFL draft, I feel like. And it's been amazing, man. It's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. It, it's been 
like I usually like with slow drafts, I draft and then I wait for the notification to pop up on my screen to say that, I, oh, I'm on the clock for my draft. And I've actually been watching the board and watching the message board. I, I think I said this earlier in the show. I've been watching the message board to snipe people's trades. Like, I think I think I did it last night, right? You were talking to somebody about right. I'm like, hey, man, you still looking to move those and we picks? got the deal done. I'm in. You guys on, you, you set me you guys on the, uh, the sleep Quick. Draft? We got the deal done quick. Yeah. Only way to do fantasy football, right? Yeah. Absolute only way anymore. You're you're getting all the custom ability, customization, customization, customization that you get for, and not paying the hundred and ninety dollars that you do on CBS. But there's so much other stuff like yeah. the the way that you can interact with the league. They have the uh, the interactive chat that you can pull up. The fact that you can communicate via you know uh, gifts is amazing. You know it, it adds a whole new element to your conversations. And, you know, you can talk privately with people to do your trade they, negotiations. Dude, they have a boner gift. I'm sold. They have a boner gift. I'm... Dude, <laughs> dude, you can. Listen to me. You can do three-way, yes. four-way, five-way trades yes. with this app. It's going to happen. It's it's a goal of mine. At some point in the future, I want a three-way trade. It's gonna, it's Mike, gonna I'm going to destroy your, your credibility way. so much. that <laughs> That's the second time. That I, I knew that. Trade. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Listen, you guys so look, just need to get on board. All right, oh, I'm telling you right oh, now, listen. this is a fun train. Jesus Christ, you even listen when you uh, talk? No. Listen, I've seen Tiger King. All right, and I know the, that a straight man straight. Can, can, you know, <laughs> be in a, a a relationship with two other men. Okay. In a non-sexual. <laughs> I don't. Even, I hope it's not that. I don't even know. I want you to dig your own hole until it's until you marry yourself. <laughs> so keep going. I I, I he, eventually he, realized. No, apparently Mike's letting somebody else <laughs> dig his own hole. <laughs> oh man! Exhausted. Dynasty. Get it on. We, we, we would like it. I'm a little disappointed in myself for not getting in your 14 version league. It's my bad. I guess now we're going to start. I, I guess we'll just have to start so, a new one. Uh, I guess so we're going to have to start a new one. The uh, words so right out of my the, mouth. The real draft, the real NFL draft, the only sports news that's actually relevant these days. Um, allegedly, there's going to be some sort of baseball this year. And you know, WNBA <laughs> had their draft today, I guess. Um, it's women that play baseball, basketball. What the fuck is that? So, rookie draft. <laughs> wow. Wow, I'm not laughing at the basketball. I'm laughing at the fact that you said women that play baseball, and then. So, what are you guys looking forward to? Yeah, it was just it was funny. I don't know why I found it so funny. I. I really want to see how this quarterback class shakes out. I really want to see who ends up. Like, I mean, it's pretty much foregone conclusion: Burrow to Cincinnati, right? More Um, than foregone. Wouldn't you say that it's ninety nine point nine percent sure that it's going to happen? Didn't Uh, Deion say? I said just trying to make yourself sound smarter. Like, what the fuck? He would take Tua. I, I, John, I like your take on Tua, man. I and I agree with you. you I, I mean, he's just, he's just too. Uh, the, the availability's the, not there for him. The, the injury history is. I just read something that said he's like, going to be take the him, only yeah. all I just pro don't think of out of all of the uh, quarterbacks. I, I'd take that bet because I love Justin Herbert in this class. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I don't know. The others will be pro, pro bowlers, but not all pros. If you can stay healthy. Like what happens if uh, if 
you know, Hertz or Fromm goes to the Patriots and ends up with Belichick? Does that change anybody's mind about it, anything? It's, it's, it's any, yeah, dude, you just hit something that I've been like sitting keen on for a while. From to the Patriots, I feel like is such a nice fit. I mean, this is a kid that's been a winner everywhere he's been. We, we, we watched him 10 years ago in the Little League World Series, dominating with Georgia. Then he goes, first year, Georgia goes to the, to, to the national championship game. He's been a winner. I mean, he's a, he's a solid player. He's got good skills. He's got good mechanics. It's a guy that fits what Belichick wants to do. Remember, Brady wasn't even the full-time starter at Michigan. He was splitting time with a guy that got that fucking played third base in the Yankees minor league system. Right, but he also like, didn't step You know, in Drew Henson. They, they, you know, day one and need to be a starter on day one. Like, anybody gets drafted here. Okay. No, it was, it was, it was week yeah, 10. So. You get my point, dude. It's like, he needs a little, I don't know. And what else is around him? Like, I think about the Patriots. Do you feel like anybody that goes to New England is going to be successful, he's got, he's got, or is that just like a, a thing? I do. Do, do, no. do you feel like that ship sailed, though? I kind of feel like that ship might have sailed. Like, who's there? Like, maybe it's over. It's just, it's just like it was. It was the combination. It wasn't just Belichick well, alone. We might be. It might not be over, Michelle, but we're definitely you in the have, depth uh, Rex Burkhead, it's, it's, You have James White. See, okay, James White. Your, yeah. Well, Damian Harris. Mohamed Sanu. That flying <laughs> Yeah. Uh, exactly. Okay. Nothing. Not that, a. That not a goddamn thing. Yeah. Mohamed Sanu. Hey, you knock Mohamed Sanu, but that kid, right. that guy's had a nice career. Great. Yeah, he's done great. Rutgers alum. But, like, uh, Enkel so Harry, gonna, you're gonna I guess. In Young. Rookie quarterback with no real weapons that can that can manage to stay on the field consistently. And, oh, that's Belichick. They're going to win. I'm not buying into it. Not <sighs> it. It's, it's fucking Bill. Hey, look, you know, I kind of agree with what you're saying. But at the same time. It's Belichick, it's dude. It's Belichick. Until... I'll never, dude, I'll never bet against that guy. And it's the a- AFC years. East, too. So. Yeah, I mean, he's got to play. The, the Bills are improved, but wrong. he's got to play Miami's the Jets and the Dolphins. Four times. <laughs> Sorry. I tried to stay up with straight face. <laughs> so Miami's going to have another quarterback again this year, too. What did you say? Well, I think whoever Miami drafts, Fitzpatrick's still going to start for a year, right? Uh, they'll try until Fitzpatrick throws four interceptions in one game. And then... Yeah, but when he throws those four interceptions, it, it comes on the heels of six touchdowns. Yes, but, you know, it's the cycle of Fitzpatrick, man. It's just bound to happen. The, the cycle coming. of suck, bro. It's coming. He's really good, really good, really good. <laughs> suck, suck, suck. Lose your job. That's what she said. The other guy sucks. He comes back. He does amazing. Mike, Mike repeats. start listening to what you say. Please. Jesus no, fucking Christ. You, now you're just taking it out of context. No, dude. Suck, suck, suck. <laughs> that guy sucks. Like, what the fuck are you saying? All right. He still plays really well. Tiger plays King. really well. Doesn't play well. <laughs> the other guy comes in. Wait, I'm doing it again. Now the other yes. guy comes. Jesus Christ. I mean, God, is there something wrong with me? Yeah, I think I think you might be closeted, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Quarantine <laughs> sucks. I need strip clubs in my life. <sighs> Fucking A. My wife doesn't listen to this, off. right? God, I hope not. Yeah. Long <laughs> no, because you, you would have been dead long Minute ago. Minute five. 
<laughs> That's so true. You would have you would have been you would have been the Joe new Burrow's guy in the end zone so, at the Meadowlands. So we're, we're, like, oh, we're just two of Yeah, me and Hoffa, good union men. He's he's not going to Miami, man. I really don't think I he will. Do you think he goes to Miami, John? I, I think he goes to Miami. I don't think San so, Diego. man. I think he goes to like maybe like San Diego, L.A. L.A. I mean, <laughs> San Diego. LA. It's San Diego, bro. Whatever. I mean, I could also see like, dude, is is anyone really ruling out that Oakland won't try and and jump up in this into this quarterback I don't class? Think so, yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody's forgetting how much everybody's forgetting how much John Gruden hates Derek Carr. Like, who knows, man? They're they're paying Mariota a shit ton of money. Like, not really. Was he getting three mil a year? No, seven mil. He's getting seven million dollars a year. Not a shit ton of money in today's NFL, bro. But it's this highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL. Mm. He is. Not really. Yeah. I mean, you got Mitch well, Trubisky. Is, Mitch Trubisky or, or Nick Foles will be a backup. So Foles is not the backup. Foles will be the starter. Yeah. Then Mitch Trubisky is and Which seven million dollars. He's making more than seven million a year. Oh, and you got a good point. I know. I'm just saying that that they signed him with the intent of him to be the backup. Carson Wentz is making like twenty three million dollars next year. Mm-hmm. Backup <laughs> to who? I mean, he fucking might start, Carson but he's Wentz. a fucking backup quarterback. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what it says says See, the guy who drafted. Did you realize what he today. does as my really ba- as my backup? That, that guarantee. I, I, I got it too. John is the mush of all mushes. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You know what? If if sacrificing John's fantasy team means Giants, uh, Giants and how domination. How do you define Giants it? domination? You, you, even in a league, where, you are allowed you know, to have horrible teams. John, you're go. three and thirteen, Washington Redskins, winning six games. Twelve. I would take winning six. We had two. Yeah, dude, if I can get a seven-win season, I think, right. pre- you know, I'm done. I'm not going to finish what I was about to say. I'm finished. Yeah, wishes. So, Red, Red Skins, do you think they do something stupid? Let's be... <laughs> uh, I don't think there's what? anything the Redskins can do other than draft fucking Chase, right? I don't even think I – if I was in their position, I wouldn't even try and trade down. Like, you're – you're that guy's way too good not to just take him, right? And you, it's a position of need that you can fill right this second – yeah. It's kind of the same way I feel about the Giants and Isaiah Simmons, but sorry. All right, so here's a uh, here's a hot take for me on Chase Young. My comp for Chase Young is Davion Clowney, right? I think mm-hmm. they have very similar styles. Body types are the same. Very dynamic edge rushers. Clowney, I mean, is anybody going to sit here and argue with me that Clowney was worth the number one overall pick? I, well, we went over the, we went over the draft class in I, our last episode, right? I don't and think he was. He was not like if we could go back and redraft it, you're going to take Aaron right. Donald. Over him. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I just don't see Jadavion Clowney as a number one. I, he's a very good NFL player. It's the sacks. He doesn't have the sack totals. Yeah, he I could mean, be. He really though. could be in the in the right yeah, he, he, with the right you, you coach don't, don't, the, on the right team, he, man. I just. But dude, how much better of a situation you're going to be playing on the other end of JJ Watt? You're I, right. already getting the I, second. Best I agree, tackle but they on the also traded DeAndre Hopkins, so I can't even really even talk about Houston. I mean, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> like, what, seriously, like you're you know, talking about I'm Bill not going to hold that against County. Look at the whole team. Yeah. 
Gridiron Heights. I can't. I can't be held accountable for what the GM does. You are the GM. Exactly. I can't be held accountable for what I do. <laughs> you make a good, hold on, hold on. Ray's making a claim about how. Yo, this motherfucker traded for Hopkins. No, it's this Kyler Murray. This could be like beyond. Uh, yeah, but he, but he didn't do shit. So what's your argument? Your argument well. is what? It, it's not worth taking Chase Young at number two. My argument is Chase. No, you have to take him there because he could turn out to be, you know, one of these like premier edge rushers. But I see a lot of Jadavion Clowney in him. I see a lot of flash and not a lot of, you know, the little things that make you which makes him great in the NFL. I don't see a, a, a commitment to it's every a class. Yeah. Set of you know. Yeah, I, uh, I would love I, to see him in New York. You know what? I, I, mean, yeah. I know you. But guys I, I think I that, think. But... I think the organization that you play for matters in Washington. You're right. Yeah. That's what I was about to say, right? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. If he was with the Steelers or Steelers. if he went to somewhere where there was a good culture. I don't think place, so either, but I, I would still love to see him in like right a now. Giants uniform like, wrecking shop, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 It, it, it would have been amazing. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. Jimmy, tell me the Steelers don't have a great culture. Look what happened when Antonio Brown left. That we realized that dude was a different level of crazy, right. and the Steelers were just able to contain it and hide agree. it for like and a then, fucking decade. And, and for real, so, yes, I, I agree. Like, <laughs> just, you're right. Like I, I would love to see him go to. You know where I would like to see Chase Young because there's already a group in place that could take him in and be like, "Look, Jefferson this is stuff. what you need to do. This is how you're going to be successful with you." Absolutely, you knew right where I was going with it. You put him on that. You put him on the other end of Bosa. I mean, could you make that team? Jesus Christ, quarterbacks getting hurt. (laughs) Already. Yeah, you know how you make that team better. San Francisco trades up into the top five and drafts a quarterback that can play. Talk so much yourselves. Shots fired. Shots. I drafted Jimmy G in the dynasty league. Okay. I don't Super think so. fucking homer pick, bro. Super homer pick. Who is available after him? I I I, I closed the league. I had it open, but now it's it's closed. Um, but I trade, dude. I tra- I traded Jimmy Garoppolo in Dynasty. I trade, dude. I, I still can't believe that. Biggie just wanted to Jimmy trade. Garoppolo, yeah, Damian Williams. And... He was like, he was like, Biggie, I have no money on this league. I trade, don't give a fuck. Yeah, I hit him. I don't give up. I hit Damn. him with that, and he – I was expecting a counter, a little bit of a dialogue with him. He just goes, yo, good trade. Yo, the, the best part about it, right? <laughs> I saw that. I put the – I had both Williams from Kansas City. I put the wrong one in the fucking deal by accident, and I'm like, yo, I text him, like, did you think you were getting Damian Williams? He goes, yeah. I'm like, all right, I put Daryl Williams in by accident. So, uh, so let's just swap oh them God, back. Jimmy, Jimmy, you need to get some <laughs> WD-40 in your life, bro. Oh, my God. All right, so drafted after Jimmy Garoppolo, you had Sam Darnold, who I'm like – I feel the same way about Jimmy Garoppolo as I do about I'm, Sam I'm out Darnold. on Sam Darnold. I'm officially out uh, on him. They put nothing around that kid. Right. Kirk Cousins uh, was drafted at the end of that round. Out on um, him, too. Yeah. Uh, I took Jared Stedham, which I, – I'm not – trust me, I'm not, like, excited about that pick. All right, why would you be? I'm not. It's he's probably not going to be the starter week one. If he's on your uh, team, if he's on your team week one, I, I'd be surprised. Right. Teddy Bridgewater was picked right after Stidham. Um, who at I, least I he think, starts. I, I think. Uh, I think Teddy Teddy Skinny Legs goes. Uh, I think he has a good year this year. I think he. I think I'd rather have Bridgewater than Garoppolo, just based on the weapons that he has to work with. Listen, but, 
Garoppolo. Dude, Garoppolo's got some weapons, bro. Kittle. Listen, Kittle, I'll say Debo, this. Uh, I think uh, one overthrow, which was very costly for my heart, um, is, is really dampering a good season for Jimmy G. Um, it was his first year back off of injury, his first full season as a starter. Um, and I just think he's going to have a, a, a big, you know, um, leap. I mean, I do. He went I to do. the Super, I mean, the I don't know. Super Bowl. It was a great season. I don't see, you know, of course, everybody wants a top five quarterback, top three quarterback, but I don't see where, where everybody's just like, oh, no, you know. And I just think it's a lot of it had to do with how we play the game. We, we played a defensive game, and we ran the ball a lot, you know. And um, mm-hmm. He just has to hold up his end of the bargain for that defense. That's what it is. That's that's the bottom line. He needs to not like, dude. If if Jameis Winston was on this team, it would be devastating. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would, and I don't mean in a good way. I mean in a terrible way because the defense would not be as good as they are because they'd constantly be on the field. They'd be completely dead by halftime. You know? Dude, it's hard so for every anybody to Jimmy be a Garoppolo game to, to and hold up to a certain degree. That's what he is. I would say not to that extent, right? But in, in many games, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're trying to they're trying to move the ball through the running backs and the tight ends. Well, you look at it this way: every one of these guys is quarterback in a team in the NFL right now has been the guy since he was in fucking Pop Warner. Like he has been the guy that has been the best player in every league, every school, everything. He has been the guy. And now you get to the get to the pros, and they're like, "All right, look, yeah. you know, <laughs> we just need you to turn around and hand the ball off and not do anything stupid." And this guy's be like, yo, man, I'm a big swinging dick. I've been throwing fucking dimes my entire life. You want me to stop now because no, we got a good defense? No, man, I'm, I'm the best guy out here. But, like, that's, that's got to be the mentality you, know, you have as an NFL quarterback, like, too. Not, I if not, like then there's something wrong with this. this. Is, well, fine, but I'm okay with that. There's Says the game manager quarterback. Like fantasy football, right? <laughs> we want points. They want to win games, right? And they figured out what works well for their system. Well, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, but what I'm saying is the mentality has to be there. You have to have a killer's mentality to okay. play that position. Look, okay with you, that. Can't be, you can't be a Yo, beta at a, as a quarterback. You just fourth, fourth quarter, fourth quarter, two minutes left, down by seven. You got to yeah, go get it. I agree. And I'll Running say back, this. Gonna do that for you. I think while I'm high on Jimmy, um, listen, man, I love Jimmy Swag. I know it might not be important to you guys. You know, but as a quarterback, <laughs> I want to see my quarterback. Like, Tom Brady has swag. You know, Peyton, Peyton Manning had corny swag. Yep. You know, like, He's a handsome it, fuck. It, it was a thing, man. You got to have this country thing. swag. <laughs> yeah. Brett Dude, he Favre had, he had swag. Country, he you had know, country boy um, lovability. Um, yeah, you can do what you want. Hey, hey man. <laughs> Sending dick pics to sideline reporters. <laughs> fuck yeah. No, that's, but that's, Jimmy that's, G, that's, I, I just that's think they dimmed his light a little bit. And I just think you have to let him shine. Like, Jimmy G is like a he's the he's the man. He's the man. All right. All right. All right. What he called Dude. Aaron Andrews babe on the sideline. Got a level. That was hilarious. What's up? What's up, babe? <laughs> okay, shoot, I think he's shoot or shoot, bro. Shoot or shoot. I'm not, I wouldn't worry about Jimmy G. Do I want him on my fantasy football team? Not necessarily. When it comes to real football, I wouldn't cry. Like I wouldn't go chasing after someone else to replace Jimmy Garoppolo right now. You, you, dude, dude, Mike, are you in the league? Look I'm, at everybody super flex. I'm trying. I'm yeah. Hold on, because right now that the first thing I wanted to do was look, I want to tell you first of all 
Ray, that it's nearly impossible to look at who you drafted because no, you don't go draft into the draft and go on team. Number one. Just click on his team. No, no, no. I got it. I got it. I'm here. So you you got Dak Prescott. Sack Prescott. Sack Prescott. You got Dak Prescott. Okay. And you all right, you got Jimmy G as your, your backup. And then you drafted Jameis. Where do you think nope. Jameis is going, bro? You don't care? <laughs> but but let me ask you a Probably question. Probably not. Is he gonna be the starter where he goes? Probably not. So uh, this year or next what, year? What draft picks do you have? In I the have draft? Uh, number five overall this year. I have number seventeen overall. Uh huh. Okay. And I have uh, number twenty nine overall. I mean, you're gonna you're Dude, gonna. I'm end not up with taking a quarterback. quarterback. I'm letting you know right picks, now. I'm not taking a quarterback. There's no guarantee that they're gonna start. Um. In a super yes. league. you're just you're punting yes. quarterback for this league for now. Look. For now. Because, oh, I know what's happening. Dude, I know what's happening. I know exactly what's happening. Dude, you're going after the – what's his name? That kid? Maybe. Trevor Lawrence. Maybe. You're no, going maybe. Lawrence. I don't know. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. You, you, maybe. <laughs> I don't know why I can't remember Trevor Lawrence's name. I want to call him Sunshine. Listen, That's Jimmy, why. I have three I first Sunshine. picks for next year. So, I might not get them, but I could get them if All I wanted right. them. You know, so um, – yeah, I'm going to go wide receiver probably this. Yeah, go ahead. But I see, I also see Travis. I also see Travis Kelsey, uh, Kittle, and Tyler Higby all all sitting. Yeah, you know, fat and pretty on your team here. That's that's awesome. We we have a team in this league that that's <laughs> QB one is Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> um, and wait, and it's his only QB. QB two. No, there is no QB2. would be Golden Tate. He's an emergency right. quarterback. He played quarterback in high school. <laughs> he got recruited at Notre Dame as a quarterback and then switched to wide receiver. So, um, Ray that. with Jimmy G and um, who's good. your starter? We look at it like that. that Ray's like well that. ahead of the game when it comes to quarterback. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. You just put it out there, man. Glass half full. At least there's someone else. What's that? Quarterbacks or no quarterbacks at all. Oh, yeah. Dude, Is that because that, no one knows yeah, the rules? Some guys See, like, that's the cardinal rule, right? We always talk about that on the, yeah. on the show, right? When it comes to draft draft time, draft capital, where you're at, you've got rules. If it's a flex league, man, there's only, what, 16 quarterbacks you can really trust? You need to have two of them. Yeah. You have a 14-person league. Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like the players that were available on the board where I, when I pick Wentz were probably a lot better than Wentz. But as far as roster construction and lineup yes. availability, Wentz had to be the guy there because, you know, I had to trade back into the round say, to get him. Say, say that again, John. But you traded back yeah, so call, it, it cost me a little bit. To get an but I, I swear, I don't know why I had, you I, make that clear. To, no, to get a quarterback. To get a quarterback, and then when I picked in that round, where did I take him? I took him in um, third round. Third round. Yes. So, whose pick did I use? Uh, it was Biggie's. So tenth, tenth pick overall, I think, of the third round. Nine, yeah. nine, nine, so, three, nine. Yeah. So the quarterbacks available that went after him: Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, Matt Ryan, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Big Didn't want any parts of any of those fucking guys. 
Mm-hmm. So to get the guy that I wanted to do, I had to move in and go there. I'll be honest with you, man. Like I really thought when you traded into that round, I thought you were going to go Daniel Jones there. No, I, I didn't want Daniel Jones. I I was planning on taking Daniel Jones if he was there with my fifth round pick, which I didn't think he would be. Mm-hmm. But if he was there in the fifth round, I would have taken him there. But it just I can tell you right now there's that un- there's uncertainty there right now, and I'm not if, I'm if not going to gamble on it. If we were to if we were going to rewind the rewind this whole thing all the way back to the beginning and I pick number one overall and I don't make all the, all the trades. I'm going to take Pat Mahomes with number one. I'm definitely going to take Daniel Jones on my second rap. If, if it doesn't matter who I take, like I'm trying a different strategy in this, in this draft. Right. But I, I like putting Daniel Jones with Mahomes because if Jones hits, if he, if he can move on to the next level, you're you're covered for twenty years, you know what I mean? Like you got twenty years worth of quarterback, right there. Not just a decade; it could be longer, like fifteen years for each one of those guys. Yeah, like and I'm low, I'm, lo- like. I'm low ending Mahomes. I mean, he's not going to be an elite quarterback for twenty years. He'll be a very good Dude, quarterback. You never for 20 know, years. man. You no, never fucking on, know. You're looking at Tom Brady right now going to the Bucks, and everybody's excited. He's forty four years old. But is Tom? Who on this sh- Who on this show right now he's is going to argue with me that period. Tom Brady's elite right now? He's not elite now. No, no. his the wide receivers. He's the wide receivers. He's right. about to throw to every week. Come on, or yeah. when they I sign Antonio not. Brown next There's week. Too. Like, I, I Is it Antonio? Like, oh, actually, wait. You just hit. Let me ask you a serious question. Does yes. Does Antonio Brown play football again? There, I, he's too good not no, to. He's a fucking shit bad human being. Josh Gordon plays he's football again. Dynamite but they just feel right. exonerated. Like, you can, like Josh Gordon would no longer be in trouble yeah, anymore. But, because but listen, they said but this he is, badly he, was, is now acceptable, apparently. It is now, but... Yeah. Like, honestly, honestly, I just feel like this is a, a completely different scenario. First of all, I feel like Josh Gordon worked out as far as the way that I mean, John, you and I have said that that Gordon's not worth the squeeze. We've we've said that nonstop for the last couple of years. You know, go ahead, go waste draft capital on on Gordon, or pick him up in free agency and let me get somebody else better because he's he's amazing. Like one week he'll have three touchdowns and two hundred yards; it'll be amazing, and then he just disappears, or he gets hurt, or he doesn't play. You know, because he got suspended again. Like it's, I I feel the same way about Antonio Brown. You're going to get a couple of really nice weeks, and then it's just going to all go to hell because he's insane. Yeah, I, he like certifiable. I mean, listen, would it be smart? Like, I think I'm on the clock now, and the bastard took Justin Jackson. You yeah. son of a bitch. Who took him? KP. <sighs> KP took Justin Jackson. You uh, knew it was coming. So anyway. So anyway, if I was to take Antonio Brown right now, which would Behoove me to do. I only have two wide receivers, and and like I could really use the, the upside of an Antonio Brown, but like I just don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I I you, just don't think he's going to walk back into the league, not get suspended. First of all, could he be suspended on just what he has going right now? I would assume so. I don't know, man. I mean, there's 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 video of Kareem mm, Hunt. And he's yeah. Back, so yeah, but he. Uh, he hasn't. Uh, nobody's actually said anything about him getting. Like he had that the the pull when he got pulled over by the cop. You're saying right? Huh? Oh yeah, I haven't seen anything with that though. 
Yeah, I haven't seen anything with that. But he got pulled over by a police officer with weed in his car. It's but okay. I guess because weed is is a legal substance now, it's definitely it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. So I don't know. Huh? <laughs> well, I listen to me. I'm glad. I, honestly, in, in real real life, I'm really glad because it's a lot better than any of the painkillers that they've been trying to shove down these players' throats for years and years, getting them all hooked on. On uh, you know oxy's and shit it has like an that. effect that does running this. You know, much better way to heal your body. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit! It didn't. We had one guy take. He had two out of three picks, and it took him fucking nine hours to make the picks. Oh man, yeah. There's there there are definitely a couple guys that are a little. In contrast, I had three out of five John, picks last night. I made all three picks within thirty five seconds. I mean, uh, granted, there's zero going on in the world right now, so people got a lot of time on their hands. But you know, our, our our dynasty draft last year took a month. <laughs> Yo, man, I clicked on, I clicked on a link today, and Pornhub told me I, I was at the end. I viewed everything. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what do you guys? Let me ask you a serious question. What do you guys think of the slow draft format? Like, do you find it annoying or awesome? Analyze. I it. love it yeah. because I get time to like think about. Like, I make a lot of rash picks when I'm on a clock. This way, I can like I I, I I can think through my thing and like talk it through and right. kind of you know I, I have a lot of time to put my players in order mm-hmm. of what's there and do a little Why? bit of research in between picks. I love the slow draft format. It wouldn't work for redraft legs, <laughs> no, but <laughs> because it's no fun. Yeah, to be well, here's the thing: if you're doing a redraft league and you're drafting on a computer, then you're doing it wrong. That's number one. The whole point of a redraft league is to get together and have the draft all together. I mean, that's not the whole point, but I mean, like, it's it's one of the best parts. Like, dude, the be- you can't take away what what draft day means, you know, in real life. You know what I mean? Like, to, to go to somebody's house, hang out, or wherever, wherever it is that you decide draft, to go. Draft, our fantasy draft day for yeah. first and ten is going to be it, is it's gonna my be favorite day of the year. Yeah, man. Like by far, it's just a fucking it's fucking. <laughs> no, it's not. Anthony's backyard's big enough. We could just, yeah. This is this is how we're gonna draft. We're all gonna be around the outside fence of the pool. <laughs> we're gonna be socially distanced, and we'll do, we won't be close to each other. We could still draft like that. There we'll you go. See, I'm going back to work in two weeks, so we'll see what happens. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, we uh, oh, I feel bad because our drivers for uh, my company, like we have a policy now. They drop the beer in the back room and go. They don't. They don't move stuff in the store. They don't go into the, the retail area. I had a guy get like 750 fucking cases the other, uh, uh, this morning. And he's like, he's like, dude, I have to put this all away myself. You, you fucking crazy. I'm like, Hey man, different, different world right now. Different bro. world. Yep. That's it. <sighs> yeah. I, I felt bad. I, I could see his point. I could see our point. And I'm like, look, man, this is, this is just not, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. It's fucked up. But at the same time, like, look, yeah, it's we're not taking a chance of getting our guys sick. So. That's it. <laughs> you know, it's a di- it's a different way of looking at things. Like, look, man, rookie, <laughs> picture, rookie mini camps are going to be canceled this year. The 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 training camps are going to be are going to be. Yeah, Listen, is that going to be a problem for this year's draft class? It's got to be, dude. Like, we'll touch on this a little bit later. But like, the big positions coming out this year are quarterback, wide receiver, and running back. These are all things that take time to learn and take chemistry. Like it's, 
It's not right. something you just pick up. And, like, and I know we just dude, edge rusher. Like the last hour kill quarterback. About yes, sir. Honestly, there's a good chance. Like, there's a good chance we don't see football the way we have seen football in the last few years. Delays, injuries, the ability to work out, poor. I mean, but it goes back to what we talked about, like a little bit last year, maybe in the year before that. Like, you know, the the preseason's a joke. Basically, preseason in the first two to three weeks of the year. Anyway, you're the joke, and then you get into a little bit of all right. You're a joke. Figuring it out, defenses get blown away until defenses figure it out, and it gets cold, and it turns into a running game. Right? We see these three parts of the season. It's going to be a different NFL this year. Whatever you predicted last year, or the year before, throw it out the fucking window. It's gone. If you have a playbook for this year, this season, then you're a genius. Mm. And and I just don't. I think and, it's all really know, about just pick the best player, pick the healthiest player, and go with it. Well, here's the here's the here's the thing with that though, Jim. I mean, NFL defenses are always a step behind. It always takes them a little while to catch up, right? Without the training, without the, you know, the the, the chemistry building. Dude, we're going to see fucking 70-point games. I can make the opposite argument. Say you have this many new quarterbacks coming scores. in the league. That's, that's a true story. Coming in the league and have zero time. How many, how, many of the, how many of the top five quarterbacks coming out in the rookie draft this year do you think are going to start? Two, yeah, one or two. Right away. I, mean, I, I think one. Mm, yeah, I, I think only – I think one. Because I think Fitzpatrick starts in Miami. I think Tyrod Taylor starts in San Diego. Um, Oakland, I think, sticks with Derek Carr if they go quarterback. I mean, I, I can see them going Jordan Love. He's going to need some time to learn the NFL game. Um, I, I think Burroughs starts right away in Cincinnati. And like, so, I mean, I don't, I don't see the rookie quarterback starting right away. Right. I agree with you. I think the Burroughs is the only one that's going to get the job right out the, right. Right out the gate. But it doesn't mean and it's, it's just because they, they've already pretty much – Shit can Andy Dalton. You're wrong. So. Like, yeah, wait, am I wrong? I, I agree. Am I, wrong I think with one that? quarterback. What do you think? Going to start. Um, then uh, you're, you're forgetting. You still have Winston and Cam out there. Not that they are great options, but you know, who knows? Well, where do you no see them clue. landing um, at like, this point? Maybe you know. I wouldn't mind seeing somebody like Jameis going to Detroit, um, backing up. No, they like. Him. I feel like no. But do you think well, Stafford's bad hurt? enough to lose his job though? No, he's not. Yeah. It's just the yeah. It's the injury. It's the injury thing. That's that's yeah, the difference. But the injury thing, like Matt Stafford had the longest consecutive start streak, uh, active consecutive start streak in the NFL until week ten last year or week eleven last year, whenever he got hurt. Like this isn't a guy that's injury prone. Like he gets nagging yeah, injuries. But now everybody he has, has a broken vertebrae in his back. So, which is probably well healed by now. I mean, hopefully, I hope so for his sake. I, dude, I like I like Stafford. I've always liked Stafford. I yeah. think he's he's a good quarterback. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see Ben Roethlisberger say, "You know what? I can't do it anymore." But maybe he can. I don't know if he can or not. I don't think he can. I would love to see Cam Newton. Go I would to love to see that. There. That'd with be cool. The, with with Juju, with Deontay Johnson, with James Conner, with Snell, with like you know Vance McDonald up the middle. Like I would, or Ebron's there now too. I would like to see Cam Newton in Pittsburgh because I think Mike Tomlin would put him in the best situation to succeed. That being said, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger is the kind of guy that's going to play until you carry him off the field. Like he's not going to go on his own. You're going to no. have to. 
he's got he's gonna have to be treated like Steve Young. I mean, I still to this day I still remember that last hit Young took laying on the field what face about, down in like a pile. What about like Jameis? I know this probably won't happen. Like, and he still wants to come Jameis back. In New Orleans. I was thinking New Orleans. I was thinking New England. Go ahead. Do you do you think Jameis has the mentality to, to sit behind Breeze yeah. for another year or two and learn, or is he just you? You do. I, I mean, I think I, that uh, putting a first round tender on Taysom Hill. I don't know if they really are too Taysom interested Hill in really bringing anybody. Out. I think they really, so. uh, for now, they're happy with what they got at quarterback. But here's my thing: no, if you're if you're Tennessee, I know you just signed Tannehill. Why the fuck wouldn't you go get Jameis? Look at, the receiver, look at the receivers that they have on that team. How good could that team be with a power back like Henry, big guy outside like A.J. Brown? Like Corey Davis might even be usable at this point. If you, mm-hmm. if you get a quarterback that could throw the fucking ball, you, you haven't had one. You've had Mariota what about and the Colts? Tannehill. Tannehill was a goddamn receiver in college. <sighs> I think the Colts are interesting, but I don't I, – I, I think they're going to try and stick with Rivers this year, and I think that they're going to they're going to try and draft the future in the next two years. Well, well that that also that, but the Colts have a lot of money tied up in cap at quarterback right now. And they, they do. The, the last thing you want to do is add more to that, more just more more money off the cap on a team that's close for a third quarterback. Um, and plus, I think the Colts are going to be in play for a quarterback out of next year's draft. But, now, what about uh, either of those guys going to maybe Denver? Yeah, I, I agree with John. Backup lock. I don't see either one of these guys taking a job as a backup. I just really don't. I see. It's just it's crazy because there's so many quarterbacks available. There just aren't enough teams. You know what Dude, I mean? Like it's Jameis Winston led the league in passing and touchdowns last year. Cam Newton's a, Cam Newton's a couple years removed from an MVP. Right. Like these aren't. Got, this isn't fucking Gardner Minshew. We're talking about this isn't. Nick Foles. These are guys that can spin it. You know? And that's that's actually another landing spot is I mean, Jacksonville. Why wouldn't why dude Jacksonville I, I, is saying this, all the that, right things, but let's be screen, real about it. Right. They Minshew see what they can get in the draft. The answer, no matter they can't what. Get their way, then, they, then they're immediately picking up the phone and they're calling up one of those guys and they're like, hey, what we meant was we really wanted you. <laughs> you know? that's, that would be amazing. I, I could I could see Cam ended up in Jacksonville. I yeah. could see Cam in Jacksonville. Imagine that. I mean, to talk about trading Fournette, but imagine Fournette and Cam as their running game, basically. And you got Shark, um, Westbrook. Uh, they're 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 fixing to blow that team like all the way up. I think if they're if they're going to trade Fournette, and I I don't know. I had rumors of Fournette to uh, Kansas City. I don't know how that fits. I don't. I don't know. I, I think that's worse for Fournette. It would be bad for Fournette. Really that's what I said. I don't know how that fits. He he said he, it's a passing back. offense, and he's not a great pass catcher. But man, yeah, true their running game not, is that short little. They don't need a that that, that, that that sprint pass to one of their wide receivers. I mean, listen. It was great when you had. It was great when you had Kareem Hunt. It was awesome. Bro, they they won the Super Bowl last year with fucking Damian Darrell. A whole bunch John, of guys named Lashawn. And, and, uh, did he was he even active for the Super Bowl? Lashawn McCoy was not active for the Super. Dude, does yeah. Lashawn McCoy get a Super Bowl ring because he wasn't? He playing? was just an active. He was yeah, well, he played for the team. Game. Yeah, but I, he didn't. He, he wasn't active for the game. Yeah, but he was on the team. Guys, that are fucking. 
practice squad guys get Super Bowl rings. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. It was a legit question. It was legitimately a question. It was a terrible question. He didn't understand the answer. Not legit. Well, legit. Whatever. It was a legitimately Listen. stupid question. It was a legitimately stupid question. Could somebody speak English? What's happening? Listen. Well, you, you asked another dumb question. The which secretary. Is way too habitual. The school nurse, the first guy that plays in the team, gets a fucking ring. Right? Like, everyone gets a ring. Yeah, well, you should have dated the secretary. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I want a ring. You have no, no actual football knowledge. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's, uh, are we are we done here? I think I'm getting tired and drunk. Uh, yeah, now comes the excuses for his dumbness. No, Tiger I'm King. just dumb. I watched Tiger King. It was good. <laughs> she did. She Anybody else have anything to add? Carol Bassins did it. A hundred percent. She did do that shit. Sardine oil. All right, so coming up, we're going to have a little interview segment with uh, one of our new Dynasty specialists, uh, Caleb Drake. You know, he's, he's, we're going to start calling him our West Coast correspondent. He's out there in Arizona, so we got him coming up next. So uh, stick around. I know we're running a little long tonight, but, um, you know, that's all we got for you on this segment. Stick around for some Dynasty news. All right, guys, so we have the NFL draft is two days away. We're record- currently recording on a Tuesday night. Draft's Thursday, virtual draft. I guess everybody's got their Zoom parties and everything they're ready to go to. Watch the draft, draft it virtually, drink virtually with your friends. It's something that fantasy football owners have been doing for years. And if you're in dynasty leagues, like most of us are at this point, because it's the new, it's like, it's the new thing in fantasy football is dynasty leagues. Like everybody is starting up dynasty league or they're in their second, third, fourth year, whatever. Dynasty is the new hot thing in fantasy sports. So we're currently in a dynasty with our guest that's coming from, coming to us from uh, dynastyfootballfactory.com, Caleb Drake. Uh, never met him. He's from the other side of the country. We're East Coasters. He's a Midwesterner. Uh, he's in Arizona right now by way of Missouri, <laughs> right? Hey, yeah, yeah. We just we just recently moved out here. It's definitely it's supposed to be a hundred degrees in, in this weekend, and we are in April. Like it's it's different. Yeah, man. For sure. We had a tornado in New Jersey today, and <laughs> so it's uh, it, it is literally the end times. But anyway, I, <laughs> I, I'm new to the dynasty. This is only my Second year doing dynasty, yeah. Second, second year doing year. dynasty uh, football, but I saw something that I probably won't ever see again from Caleb. He took the number two overall pick and turned it into basically turned that number two pick into ten picks over the first five rounds. Am I am I right, or did I did I shortchange you there, Caleb? No, yeah. <laughs> um, so. I'm a firm believer in trading back. Um, it, it was interesting. I wouldn't say one pick turned it into that 10, but it, the landscape turned from – I turned that 102, which, you know, obviously well, Mahomes you, – you traded out of the 101, which which I'd love to talk about that as well because it was a – as soon as it happened, I was like, shoot, someone's going to go up and get uh, get McCaffrey. But McCaffrey failed me at 102. Um, and and which, full disclosure, I was it, the one that traded up to 101. So – <laughs> and I was the one that held, and I was the one that yeah. held 101. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so it's really interesting landscape. And, and the reason I say that is, I just feel like one. I think it's important to mention, like this is this this one dynasty league has some crazy bonuses in it. Um, it's going to have like video game like scoring. Yeah, uh, it's something I've really never seen before. So, and it's a 14 team leaguer. Um, I, I think it's important to mention that because 
my plan from the bat when I before I even joined the league, you'd sent me the the bylaws and just seeing seeing what it looked like. Uh, it was very quick that I wanted to gain as many top seventy picks, which for this would be the first five rounds as possible. Uh, so yeah, my first move um, when McCaffrey did fall to me, uh, I turned that into swapping with the one hundred six and actually right. getting his second and third round too. So I got three picks, first, second, and third round of an of an owner for him because he wanted McCaffrey. And McCaffrey's going to be super valuable in this with all the different uh, bonuses because yeah. um, obviously you can get it done multiple ways. But uh, from there, it kind of just tiered out to multiple trades. And it ended up landing me with one first-round pick, which I didn't even select. It was Michael Thomas. I already swapped. <laughs> um, and then zero <laughs> second-round picks. And then three – or sorry, four third-round picks, four fourth-round picks, and a fifth-round pick. It was incredible. Your name was all over the yeah. board. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm actually looking at a draft board, right? So I'm, I was very disappointed that I didn't get to the owner before he made the selection of Michael Thomas because at 106, I wouldn't have taken him there. Uh, right. so, you know, the, the first five guys off the board, Mahomes, McCaffrey, Jackson, Barkley, Murray, I would have taken a running back. Um, you know, Zeke Elliott, Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook, Kamara, any of those guys would have been, would have been great for me. Um, but, you know – I, I still am happy with the trade. Just accumulated a ton of draft capital, which in a league that is 14 teams and we got to start what, you know, it's super flex. So, so two quarterbacks, two running backs, three running back or three wide receivers, um, one tight end, and then like four flex spots. Like it's, it's like 11 or 12 total starting spots in a 14 leaguer. I wanted to have a very solid, well-rounded team where one injury isn't going to handicap me. And I feel that the only way to really overcome that was to continuously trade back and accumulate as many first five round picks as possible. It was the, it was literally the first time I think John and I have ever seen anyone this aggressive and we're, we're normally the ones that are the aggressive. I'm usually the most Uh, active in trading in all the leagues I'm in, but I mean, just the, 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 the clinic, that, like yeah, the, the clinic that you put on, it was, it was the, the thing that I particularly enjoyed was that, you know, you could have kept going, but you knew where to, you know, kind of pull back and say, all right, I'm set up good here. I can set up shop, kind of move some things around because you stayed, you stayed with those picks for a couple rounds and then you got active again. Then you went back at it. So, <clears throat> so like every time the message board popped up, you see KP Drake, Hey man, hit me up. I got an offer for for to somebody else so it was it, it, yeah, was, it was impressive I, yeah uh what i'll say is i, I think it's worth more to mention because a lot of you know dynasty, especially advocate dynasty owners that are listening to this right now they're going to be like all right but what kind of rookie draft capital to give up so i got 10 picks in the first five rounds of a 14 team leaguer i kept my rookie 2020 first i only lost my 2020 2023rd and my 2021 first and the 2021 first was a bummer. Um, and I, I also, throughout all that, I got to move up from, I had the, what, 112, 113 uh, rookie first and mm. turned it into the rookie 104 for 2020. So I actually uh, got a better pick in it. So I didn't have to give up a ton to do what I wanted to do. Um, and, I mean, looking at my squad, it's – it's it's not bad, you know. Like like the, I'm sure we'll get into it. Uh, typically, I I don't have we're in, we're in round twelve, uh, right? This is still going. We're in round twelve. I still have yep. zero running backs. Um, zero running backs. I couldn't believe that when I saw the amount of wide receivers that you took. 
Um, I know why you took the quarterbacks. We're talking about a super flex league. You know, the more quarterbacks you have, the better they are. They are literal printing money. You know, if you have a starting quarterback, you can pretty much assure yourself that you're going to be able to trade him at some point in the future. Um, like, I, I understand it. But, like, I mean, the amount of wide receivers that you took throughout those rounds, I was just so surprised. At letting guys like Singletary and Montgomery and, um, you know, even some of the older standbys, even a guy like Le'Veon Bell or whatever, just later on down the road, I was real surprised to see you, you know, just skip out on running back together, like all together. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, typically I, I like to build around the running back position. Uh, Mixon, um, Josh Jacobs, and mm-hmm. and Miles Sanders are typically the foundation, the nucleus of my team, right? Like that's what I like to work off of. Um, but you're right. I went seven. So I got Michael Thomas, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, and DJ Shark as my first seven picks. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, Julio Jones is his fifth wide receiver. Well, I mean, I he should be. I mean, happening. come on, Julio Jones, really? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We, we all know how much you, I like yeah, Julio I love Jones, Julio, man. I'm, I'm a big fan of that Atlanta offense. I love teams that blow leads because they always have to. They always have to throw. They always have to have the the offense engaged in coming back. Like I love teams with shitty defenses, yeah. and I draft their players all the time because, just like last year, turning, you know, what did I turn Marvin Jones and Kyle Rudolph, no Marvin Jones and Greg yeah. Olson into Mike Evans, in after week one, and then Evan put. That was a horrible trade. A that was after yeah. a zero. That was week two. Yeah, he put up that. Yeah, zero. and then Evans puts and you, up. You trade and, him for and him. Then he puts up fifty-four points. It's. I, I love teams with terrible, terrible defenses because they just have to constantly try to score. They're going for it on fourth right. down. They're, especially like James Winston. I mean, come on, man. Can can you be a worse good quarterback than him? I, I just don't. And <laughs> and I, I, I think like to kind of break it down now that we're kind of past these rounds is I took seven wide receivers off the board and I'm all about just taking the best player off the board. I, I preloaded 250 guys in my queue of my rankings um, okay. and it just kind of happened to land out that way. Uh, There's definitely times where I was like, all right, I can go down a couple spots, just, just put in a running back. But uh, once I started looking at the board, it was just pretty obvious decisions. And I tried to make the trend with, all right, I believe in investing in players that have huge contracts or young, or they're the, they're the clear alpha on their team. So, like I said, Michael Thomas, clear alpha. DJ Moore, the clear number one. A.J. Brown, the, the new hotness. You know, everybody, mm-hmm. everybody wants A.J. Brown. He's a bully. He's, he's really the only guy. They just let him go to Ty J. Sharp. Uh, Corey Davis is meh. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's, it's – and then, you know, Amari Cooper, $100 million contract. Julio Jones just, just you know, signed another two years. Allen Robinson, the clear number one. DJ Shark clearly proved the breakout last year of uh, being the number one in D.D. Westbrook. And they just cut Mark. Like there was Marquise Lee last night too. So exactly. So so like that was that was the mindset of picking the seven. But I think what was more shocking to myself was the next five picks were actually all quarterbacks. I picked five quarterbacks in a row. Um, Yeah, and there was a method to so. Put yourself in my shoes. I'm I'm seven rounds in, or you know, not seven rounds, but seven picks in, uh, somewhere in the middle of the third or fourth round, and I'm looking at the board, and there's really not any running backs. Any running back that I would have grabbed there would have been a reach, right? And I have to get running back somehow, and so I said, all right, well, if I have all the quarterbacks, 
surely someone will have to ask me, hey, let me let me buy one of your quarterbacks, and hopefully it can land me either rookie picks or running backs. Uh, so that that's actually why my approach uh, to to gain five starting running uh, starting quarterbacks all with contracts. That's the other part is. Uh, once again, I want someone that has a contract for the next three, four years. Uh, you're looking right. at guys like Bridgewater just signed a three-year deal. Cousins just re-signed a two-year. Tannehill, four-year. Jared Goff, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, it, they're, they're, they're guys that have foreseeable three, four-year futures in, in play. And I think it's pretty clear in this league in particular, I, I think a lot of the owners are new to Superflex. They're going to realize very quickly that quarterback well, is is gold. I'm looking at the board right now, right? There is one team that is currently sitting. We're in the 12th round that has one quarterback, just one. Yeah, and, and yeah. but there's a couple teams that really don't have any quarterbacks. I mean, you look at um, one team, Darnold's their one, Carr's their two, no three. You have one team with um, – where's he at? <clears throat> Tom Brady. Okay, Tom Brady's going to have a huge year, but then his number two quarterback isn't even on a team yet. He's got Cam Newton as his number two. Like, guys right. didn't draft this as a super flex league. They drafted this as a standard, almost a standard redraft. They went older quarterbacks and no backup. So, they basically, you're, you're starting. I'm looking at another team, Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger. Those are both of his quarterbacks, What's that? right? Yeah. I mean, again, you drafted a 42-year-old and a guy that constantly breaks. So, you could tell there's some people that are extremely new to Dynasty. And they went at this like a typical redraft slash keeper uh, light keeper league, and I mean, uh, they're going to learn quickly. Yeah. Is. I'll, I'll finish. <laughs> yeah. They're going to learn very quickly. I was, I was trying to, I was trying to be diplomatic mindset... because some of the guys that drafted those teams listen. So I'm trying not to tear them apart too bad, even like you know. But it's no, and I'm not. This isn't me tearing them apart. I mean, we've all we've all been new to Superflex, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can easily tell you that I was new to Superflex not too long ago, and it was a learning experience for me. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought it would be completely acceptable to throw in a Superflex. Um, you know, any, any if you're not putting a quarterback at your Superflex spot, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, right. and, and, and I think a lot of owners, they just look at it as, oh, it's no big deal. I can, I can put in anybody here. Uh, it's it a huge deal, especially really if it's a six-point touchdown league. It's a huge yeah. deal. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Listen, Caleb, the first Dynasty League that I ever did was actually the first uh, – it was one that I – you and I were in it together. Or we're still in it now. Um, it's the one that uh, we ended up redrafting. Where yeah, I got we're redrafting in a couple weeks. Right. So, we're, so we ended up starting this Dynasty League, right? Um, we all came together. We found each other through Sleeper and a couple of other things, a couple other, like a podcast, right? And uh, we decided after drafting the entire league, going through an entire season, that we needed to have super flex in our life. It was a one-quarterback league. And, uh, Caleb, I'm with you. I, I, I actually feel like I'm a little nervous going back to redraft this year. Like, am I going to find it boring? <laughs> because there's not two quarterbacks. Like, yeah, and I just encourage you to like just just continue to pitch. Like, obviously, switching your league to Fab, getting rid of kickers, getting rid of defenses, and now the new thing for me is Superflex. I'm actually not joining leagues, uh, new leagues that aren't Superflex. Sure, there's going to be occasional redraft leagues that are, um, you know, leagues I've been in with guys for a long time that you know they're they're a little hard to sell on it because they're not diehards, but. Right. Uh, especially dynasty. Like I refuse to sign a, you know, do a new dynasty startup. If it's not super flex, it just, 
think about it this like quarterback is the hardest and most sought after position out of all sports like when you think of sports you think of a quarterback on the nfl and in a one quarterback league you're gonna tell me that like traditional fantasy standard leagues with only one it devalues the position where you can stream it every single week and it does not matter which just doesn't make that, sense you could right? stream, I, there are you know there are pros out there who who absolutely have done this they've kept track of their streaming quarterback the the rules are he has to be owned in less than 50% of leagues they start him you know start that quarterback that that roving quarterback ends up as quarterback six on the year. You know what I mean? Like that's the point. So unless you're, unless you're in a league that has 32 teams, like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's going to be easy to probably find a court, even in a 14 team redraft league with one quarterback, you're going to have plenty of quarterback options out there unless you're allowed to, you know, hoard quarterbacks for no reason, which has happened in other leagues that I'm in. Yeah, I, it, what I'll say, sorry to cut you sorry. off there, but like if, if you look at the stat, like there, there's an interesting stat. And I, I, mean, I mean, I might be one number off, but last year alone in the NFL regular season, there was 34 different – it was either 34 or 35 different quarterbacks that finished as a QB1, so yes. top 12 quarterback. More so than there are teams yeah. in the league. Exactly. So so that's that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at is, is it's just it, – you can easily stream, get away, find the matchup, plug and play. And you, you should you should have to heavily invest in it, and that's what makes Superflex the best. It just it requires you to to invest in the position. It actually makes a difference. And typically, at the end of the year, whoever had the best quarterback group, they they did all right. Yeah, yeah. So like a lot of our like a lot of our legs now that we've been in for years. Like I've been running the league that I've been running. I've run since nineteen. I think it was nineteen ninety nine. Like they literally back in the nineteens. We started this league that that's how Mike and I, I think Mike and I met playing poker, but brought him in, brought him in, um, brought him into this league after knowing him for a little bit. And it's been, you know, that league, we started off, it was bonus scoring for yardage, bonus scoring for completions, like a bunch of different stuff that wasn't being done in other leagues. But then we got stagnant with our, with our scoring. We liked the scoring too much where we didn't evolve. And so now that, that the guys have been in the league for so long, I think we're our 21st year it's impossible to get rule changes through the vote anymore. It's, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, and I'm in leagues like that, right? Like I, I eventually you just try to you pick one thing and you just start slowly chipping away. And like, if you had to prioritize with me, I hate kickers, like get them out of every single league. Um, it's such a volatile position. There's no analytics that are going to say, yes, you can, you can accurately guess who the, you know, the top 12 kickers are going to be. Uh, you know, sure. There's an outlier like Zerline. Justin Tucker is the uh, Justin, Justin Tucker, Tucker is the yeah. only outlier. Like the, the rest of them are yeah, garbage. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so, it, it, it's just yeah. And I'm actually on the clock right now. So I was about to say you're on the you're on the clock. I'm on the clock right now. I'm up after you on the turn. So, I still uh, pick, I'm gonna I wait. Pick for two more. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> yeah. Let's wait until after the podcast. I'm like, gonna yeah, wait. I'm, but, I'm not gonna pay attention. <laughs> exactly. But. You know, to kind of wrap everything up from a strategy perspective on my end of this league, it was accumulate as many picks as possible. By the end of round five, I had Aaron Rodgers, Michael Thomas, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Gasicki, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Robinson, and Chark. Now, I don't have any running backs, right? But after like, I had 10 picks and I had, I had seven great wide receivers, easy wide receiver number ones, and what, three – Three quarterbacks going on to four and five after after round six. And seven. You're going to be able to turn 
one of those wide receivers. I mean, take the shittiest one, take the oldest one. Like you're going to turn Julio Jones into an, a, a very, very good. I'm going to tell you back. right now, if you went to the guy picking 14 Belgian three, three, five with Julio Jones, you would be able to get, well, he doesn't, he doesn't, I mean, his running backs are shit too. So, Mar- I'm, trying to, I'm trying to reach know. out to the Don who's hoarding Josh Jacobs out here. I'm just I'm just trying to get him to respond and give me like a hey, what do what do you need for me to offer you to get to take so away Josh Jacobs? Let me ask you a baseball question. He never responds to anything. No. Let me ask you a question though, all right? So uh I invited you into this league. This is basically this league is being run by our buddy Ray. Ray is gonna be uh he's just on the podcast with us tonight, right? Um you know, we've we've all known each other. Ray's in our league of record with me and John. Uh, he started this. He, you are now part of a network of bad boys fantasy sports, right? Like that's that's what this is. It has he has a bad boys fantasy football, bad boys baseball, and you know he's got his guys. They all come together, and I, I just need to tell you, man, I have never seen such an active draft in my entire life. I've never seen so many There's been trades. more trades in this draft than there's been an entire seasons in multiple different leagues. I've been in like cumulative, like put like the six uh, leagues together right now, add up the trades from last year. They don't equal what's happened in this draft, which is amazing. I love it. That's why I do fantasy sports. I'm not a set it and forget it owner. And to be honest with you, set it and forget it owners drive me, drive me nuts. It's like, why are you doing this if you just want to draft a team and then just never look at it again? There, there's a league format for everyone, and if you're a set it and forget it owner, which it's okay if you are. I know people that are in 50 dynasty leagues, and they need this format. Yeah, but, dynasty best yep. ball. Go, go, go find dynasty best ball. Invest in that, and that's for you. But yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I hate finding you know leagues that are that have inactive owners. I, I anything that I'm commissioning in, I will replace them. Um, if, if they're just super inactive, I'll just say, Hey, you don't seem into it. You know, I'm, I'm going to look for a new owner, but yeah, no, this has been super fun. I've got out of my way to tell, you know, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys, you know, uh, you two, you two gentlemen know, um, and I've gone out of their way to say, look, I'm in a lot of leagues and I have never had so much fun in a draft other than this league. And I think what's really cool that you guys do adding an element to the league that I had never really gotten to take part of is, Having a trash talking, uh, trade bidding, uh, trade negotiation, <laughs> uh, a video conference room. So on Marco Polo, like that is that was completely a new element. And for someone that lives across the country, it kind of adds that personal yeah. touch uh, as I get to it, you know meet you guys. Absolutely, um, I, I tell you, man. When when he brought that on at first, I was like, "What is this garbage?" But we use it all the time. Exactly like you said, I use it for negotiations a lot. I mean, one of the things we talk about on the show is um, strategies for trading and things like that. You know, uh, uh, you don't I mean, we've been we've been doing fantasy sports together for for a year now, but you don't really understand. Like, uh, I have a reputation as a very um, frugal trader. <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, Mike, I Mike has Mike has I, several I, reputations I kn- in the leagues we're in. Uh, frugal frugal <laughs> trader would not be one that I would say he is. Um, trade rapist. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Your words, uh, not mine. Rule skirter. Yeah, definitely. Rule, yes. Rule. Rule I, skirter. Knows how you okay. say rule breaker because he cries when you call him a rule breaker or a cheater. Listen, it's uh, not <laughs> cheating if it's not against the rules, man. All right. My, I had a team that was called the Bonds Bombers because I had a picture of Barry Bonds. You yeah. know, 
You, you know what's interesting is like you know during our chat, one of the owners like they, they kind of put him on blast, and I was like, wait a minute, out of all my trades that you're making, you're you're pointing this one out. Like there are other trades that you could be finding that, like there is one trade that I legit, I'm not gonna go into the, the. I think you can figure out which one it was, but I legitimately like didn't feel good about it as a person. Yeah. But <laughs> but when when money when money is involved, like I apologize, but. You know, I know, I know exactly you what learn. trade you're talking yeah, about. I just felt uncomfortable, but I was like, oh, man. I mean, the, ele- uh, the, the sorry, man. There's but... an elephant in the room. That you know, come on, no, no punches pulled here, man. Come full out with it. Name the trade. Yes. <laughs> so, so trading Christian McCaffrey for a top, for for three for three the first rounder, a second rounder, and a third rounder. I didn't Dude. feel great about it, oh. but uh, I, when it went through, I was like. I was waiting for just straight anarchy to come up and rebellious uh, so owners saying, what, traded, what are you doing? Yeah. I traded the first overall pick. I I ended up getting, what, 1.6. I got I got it written right? down. No, I got it written down. So you traded you traded the 101 and the 501 for the 105, the 305, the 2021st, which was a one point was was the was the 10th pick of the first yeah first round of the rookie 20 and then second round uh, the 2022nd yeah. yeah for which is like a 205 and I, I thought I was getting a pretty good deal and then you made that trade and I text I, you after I saw I wasn't that trade. Sure what I, like, I immediately feel better about the trade I just made. <laughs> I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. I, yeah, I I I was quick so, to point out that you should feel awful about not getting more from me. <laughs> I, well, anyway, I'm going to steer it away from this from this direction. Hey, man, I, I, I told you, go. I told you when I made that deal, I, I, I'm new to I'm new to Superflex, and I wanted to make sure that I was leading off with the best quarterback in the league. That way, I could give myself I, a little bit of a breather on the backup quarterback. So that it was something that going into this, I I needed to pad my stats a little bit and go heavy on quarterback first. So I, I knew what I was doing. I knew I to get me and Mike have been in leagues for. 15, 16 years together now, we've never made a trade. Not one trade. This is the first trade that we've ever come to an agreement on. It's true. It's actually really Do you guys true. want my input on sure. it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I, I, I dove into it when, when uh, Mike asked me. He's like, I might ask you about this. So I, I kind of plugged in some numbers and what I thought about. One, uh, I was very surprised you going Mahomes I, because I, I, I'm surprised you didn't reach out to either myself, who's picking at 102, or Big Ray, picking at 103. And asking, hey, what does it take to get in those spots? If you know you wanted a quarterback, I would say ninety percent of owners go Christian McCaffrey right there. And in my in my opinion, Christian McCaffrey is hands down the, the one on one, and it's like a, it's like a, he's 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 tier one, and then you can group in like Mahomes, Jackson, and Barkley, even even throwing Kyler Murray maybe in there as tier two. Personally, that's my that's my personal okay. belief. With all that being said, though. All that being said, so you gave up the 101 and the 501. And I always like to put names to players when that happens. So in my mind, that would have been like giving Christian McCaffrey and Stephon Diggs. And what you got in return is, and this, this is directed to Mike, what you would have gotten in return, mm-hmm. putting names, to, player names to, to the position. We you know now. Kyler, yeah, Kyler Murray, Travis Kelsey, the 2020 first, 110, you're looking at, I mean, the super flex, that's going to be a great wide receiver. Um, you might get lucky in a running back will fall, but highly unlikely. Uh, and then the 203, 205, uh, if you're lucky, you're looking at like Jalen Hurts, right? Right. So that, like, I, I like it. I, one, it's a super fair trade. So that's what I'll say. It is a super fair trade. If I had to pick a side to it. I take I the would, best player all the time. 
Every I, time. See, I'm, I, I'm actually on the, uh, on the side of I want more picks, but I want – if it were me trading away the one-on-one – I would have I would have asked rather than for rookie picks I would have asked for more startup picks because you know, and it, that was my regret was actually the the biggest regret I had was including the fifth round pick I feel like if I if I did the pick without or if I did the trade without the fifth round pick kept everything else the same I'd feel a little bit better but, about it but on my end the, one the extra trade pick. wouldn't have gotten done without the without the extra right. pick well right you know again we got each other drunk it was bad it was a mistake <laughs> <laughs> no it was a, it, but the thing is at the end of the day it was a fair trade it was like, a fair like, trade. If if you if you if you put the names to to the actual picks and you say hey I'm getting in season middle of the season you say I'm going to give you McCaffrey and Diggs you're going to give me Murray Kelsey and your rookie first and second pick like that that will go through um, because especially if McCaffrey just signed a monster deal after coming off a historical season yeah. McCaffrey is going to slay in this in this format with all of these scoring bonuses he, I, he will I he will do amazing agree with you yeah. So I, I, but like I said, it, it, that's where it really threw me off when you went Mahomes. When I saw Mahomes come off the board, that's where I was like, Ooh. I almost, I now almost I hit I you up. I almost hit you up to see if you wanted to move up into the one, and I was going to try to get some picks off of you because I, I, I regretted giving up my rookie, like what, my first and second rookie round pick. I did regret doing that. I was like, you know, what, maybe if I move back a spot, I could probably still get the guy I want, and pick back up some of the capital I lost. But at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I don't want to take the chance. I want Mahomes on this roster. I'm looking at a guy that's going to average 30 plus a week in this format for the next 10, yeah. 10 11 years. 15, yeah. As opposed to, uh, as opposed that, to yeah. a guy that's going to average 30 to 35 a week for the next four. So I, I, I went with the, the super flex position being quarterback and the longevity of the quarterback career, as opposed to, you know, the dynamic ability of McCaffrey. I mean, the guy awes everybody, right? But, you know, running backs are a flash in the pan. They're, they're, they're here, and then in five years, we're talking about somebody completely different because they're gone. And, uh, the peak at age 24. Yeah. <laughs> like, they really not do. not yeah. everybody's Adrian Peterson and Frank Gore that play for 37 years and, you know, seemingly injury-free, like one big injury here and there. But – yeah, no, the AJ peg for running back being 24 years old, wide receivers 27 yeah. years old. So, no, at the end of the day, like I said, quarterback's a currency. I either go one approach or the other. I invest heavily in quarterback. Uh, I don't ever trade up, and especially in a league this deep, you just – by giving up draft capital, you're basically putting a lot of lot of chips on, you know, one yeah. number mm-hmm. and hoping that guy doesn't get hurt, yeah. right? And, and then you got to really start piecing together and Frankensteining the rest of the roster where – um, you know, obviously, if I got set at the 102, 103, uh, and you took McCaffrey off the board, I, I would have been comfortable if no one wanted to trade with me. Like, I, I would have I taken Mahomes, sure, yeah. 102, and, or Jackson. Um, but, you know, honestly, the quarterback that you went, you came away with, Mike, is, is the guy I want because you can get him a little bit later. Yeah. And I, when, when somebody gives me the option to pick my spot, if you start to derby style it, like I want to be at that one Oh five because I want Kyler Murray. all day. I, it's, it's funny. Cause uh, I'll be honest when it comes to Kyler Murray, I, I really don't know how to, how I really feel about Kyler Murray. I'm interested in the offense. Uh, him as a player, I'm concerned that I, 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 listen, I get that Russell Wilson isn't the biggest quarterback. Like I totally get it. But like, like Kyler Murray is like a different kind of small. You know what I mean? Like durability oh, yeah. is a huge question for me with Kyler Murray, especially that, at the five in a dynasty. 
He doesn't take hits though. Yeah, he yeah but when, he, when, when mean, he gets not, caught, not <laughs> he got caught a couple times <laughs> yeah. last year. There was there. I mean, what was the one game? Like he he went out for the game. It didn't even look like a that big of a hit, and he missed the rest of the game. I mean, it was just hit. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I, the and to be honest with you, I I had the same Tyler. issue with Tua coming out in the rookie draft. It's just durability. Tua's got all the tools. He's a phenomenal player. It's durability for me, especially if I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend draft capital on a guy that much capital on a guy. I need some kind of return. You know, I need the consistency. I need to know that week in week out he's getting under center. Like the knee injury this year from Holmes, it was a fluke. It, it, the kneecap popped out on a what was it? Quarterback to dive right. So it. It was, yeah. it was a fluke injury. It's not something, you know, it's not a question of him not being able to take hits or him, his body just giving up on him. Like you have to see with some other players that can't stay healthy. Like Tua right. can't stay healthy. It's, it's a track record. Every year in college, he's had a major injury. You have Kyler Murray. Right. His, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, dude, he's a hobbit. He's so tiny. <laughs> but what happens got, when they draft CD Lamb at one eight? But he's got DeAndre Hopkins, and if he ends up with dude, they have so many good wide receivers on that team. I don't even know what to like. You know, I mean, you got Christian Kirk, uh, uh, Hakeem Butler is is a good is a he's good a wide throwaway receiver, at this point. He's like a special teams I, guy for them. Now. I disagree. Hakeem Butler is not a good wide receiver. <laughs> I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that take. Um, I I've been against Hakeem Butler like he he was Doriel Green Beckham is what he was coming yeah, out of know the what? coming out of there. He was six six, lengthy guy, but he he was a productivity of Big Twelve football, which I, I'm a Big Twelve guy. I'm from you know Kansas, I yeah. got Kansas State. Uh, I get to watch a lot of really. Uh, high scoring games because our defenses are garbage. So you know what, dude? Um, I, it, this is why we. This is why we need people like you, man. Because I'm telling you right now, I get I get looking at those numbers, the size, the height, you know, and and the speed, and you're just like, oh, he's got all, he's got it all. And then he's he, he's an underwear underwear Hall of Famer, bro. Throw up. Hey, let me let me put this scenario in your head, though. You got a quarterback who's going to rush for 500 yards. You got that floor, right? You got right. a 500 yard rushing floor with Kyler Murray. Right. They're going to have they're going to have DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitz, who is he's the number three option in an offense. And then let's say let's say Andy Isabella, he's somebody not to mess around with. Like if he steps up year two, like when given the opportunity, he he can do it. Now it's definitely concerning that he wasn't able to prove it to his coach to get on the field. Right. But at the end of the day, draft capital's behind him. He'll get his chance. And when he did get receptions, he he did it. He did things with them. Now put in the scenario where they go out and they get CeeDee Lamb. And people are gonna be like, why would on earth would they go get a wide receiver? Well, it's Cliff, it's Cliff Kingsbury. He ran out. He ran a college offense with Patrick, you know, Mahomes throwing for 600 yards a mm-hmm. game, right? Oh, like, God. He, he wants he wants to try to do what Coach, uh, oh God, what was the Eagles coach Kelly. back in the day? Andy Reid uh, came from. Oh, yeah, Chip yeah, Kelly. Coach Kelly, Coach Kelly, Kelly. Coach yeah, Kelly. yeah Chip Kelly. He wants to do what Chip Kelly tried to do and was unsuccessful. But the thing is, is he's building, he's putting the players on the field that can actually potentially do it, and it all starts with. You know, either they got to either figure out how to protect Murray by actually having him drop back and play, you know, drop back, regular three-step drop, which they don't have the offensive line to do it. And this draft class isn't going to magically turn that around all in one one draft season. Right. Um, or they have a quarterback that can run out and they got a bunch of receivers that you you can't physically guard all five of those guys. If they do go get a CD lamb and that that is their they're running a five spread or four with, you know, Kenyon Drake or even Chase Edmonds, who I'm a big fan of. Um, it, it, like those two guys are able to have enough space where they could easily 
just be a high scoring offense and it's just a shootout uh, defense. Uh, hopefully, you know, they can get some steals in the draft, you know, some gems in the later, later rounds, but man, I don't, I don't know. I, I think Kyler Murray from a fantasy production, they're going to have a bad defense and he's going to have all the weapons in the world. And he has a rushing floor. I don't see how he doesn't uh, replicate a, a fantastic top, top, top three quarterback season. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson, you know, a year of film on him now, He's not going to sustain a nine percent mm. touchdown, you know, the, touchdown the rate. The regression is yeah, it's not going to happen. Got to be there. I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Not nine percent touchdown rate like that. That's not sustainable. It's never been done. Not going to happen <laughs> with him. And Mahomes, Mahomes is the outlier. But then again, yo, you're talking. You, you saw it. You're talking to two Giants fans, diehard Giants fans, who are like Mahomes truthers, bro. Like we, especially John. John has been on this kid, Texas since Tech. He was. Dude, for real. Uh, you know, John was talking about him way before he broke out. And uh, I'm going to give you all the credit right there because this, this kid's good. We, we both like him. He's got the moves. And, and he's in the perfect throw the he's ball. He's in the perfect system with the perfect coach for him, too. Yeah. You know, it's just the perfect storm. Yeah. yeah. My, my wife and I went to a K State game when he was at Texas Tech and he threw for over 500 yards against us. Like, we. I, I'll be honest. I don't follow college enough. Uh, I, I follow it at the end of the off season, just to just to scout the <laughs> incoming rookies, and that's about it. Yep. Uh, my profile, Mahomes. I mean, it was one of those things where it was like, all right, he's got all the raw talent in the world, but he he has to go to the perfect landing spot. And I think you know a lot of these guys that we're chatting with in this dynasty startup that we're in right now. You know, a lot of these a lot of these owners that I'm going out and shopping these quarterbacks to. Uh, they're like, no, I'm going to get one in the draft. And I'm like, okay, so you, you there, there's only one quarterback guaranteed a starting job on, on week one, and that's Joe Burrow going to the bank. That's it. Like like Herbert, you know, it, you look at these other teams, like they, they want to follow the Andy Reid method of, all right, we're going to get a young kid in here. They're going to sit behind a veteran. They're going to actually learn what to do. And then when they get the opportunity, they're not just thrown out. So, so before, yeah, right? before, like, before, we, uh, before we wrap this up, like, don't you think that's why Carolina went out and got Teddy Bridgewater? So he can hold the place for a guy like Justin Herbert. I have a feeling Carolina is in play for Justin Herbert. I don't know why. I don't know I don't why think... I've had him tied to them. For some reason, I think that Carolina, with uh, Matt Rule and the way that he likes to run his offenses, I feel like Justin Herbert is in play for Carolina. Whether they're moving up, whether he falls to them, I feel like Carolina is the destination for him. Uh, I'm looking at these quarterbacks. And so obviously, Burrow, everyone's got him tied to the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, it's an easy decision. Uh, you look at Tua, I, I think – so, one, let me, answer your, let me answer your direct question. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Three years, $63 million is they, – they're, they're putting a lot of money in a guy that, you know, Teddy Bridgewater getting that contract. He, he, he's going to be used. Um, he's going with, uh, you know, the, the new coach who's once again bringing over a college offense. Uh, he's got, you know, three great wide receiver weapons and then Christian McCaffrey. I think Teddy Bridgewater, who's known for his passing accuracy, his completion percentage is amazing. Yeah. He obviously was 5-0 and last year when playing for the Saints while Breeze was out. He's going to he, – they're not going to ask him to throw down the field, but they're going to have the talent to do so. I think if you look at Herbert, Herbert is a great landing spot for, honestly, Miami, which everyone's going to say, well, what about Tua? I agree. I think Miami can see through. Uh, Are you buying the into line. the drop? There's that's the 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 hot topic right now is that there's there's a drop and Tua is is on it. Like he is. Well, you know, you know who I think Tua goes to is is I think I, I don't think he'll drop that far. I I think the Chargers pick him up. The Chargers talk about talk about a great 
spot to go behind Tyrod Taylor, who the Chargers are extremely high on right. for a year, maybe even two years, maybe a year and a half, right? Tyrod Taylor is a great quarterback. And, and when given the opportunity, yeah. I, well, I shouldn't say great, but he, he's a quarterback that can get the job done. And you got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Austin Eckler. Like you got Hunter Henry, you got talents around him, and he's going to be able to do stuff with his legs. Right. He's a great guy to learn from, and look what he did for Baker Mayfield, right? Like, you, you know, that would put that over the course of a full season over a talent guy that 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 they, they can afford to go get Tua to let him sit for a year and not take any physical contact for a full year right. to recover from that injury, and then they, I mean they don't they don't have draft I mean they don't have money invested into. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, and he, he could be a one-year done, do do just what Alex Smith did for Mahomes and, and just be positioned well for the Chargers to build a team for the next 12 months around their future quarterback, and I really think Tua ends up landing it's not, it's not a bad spot for Tua, but I, I just don't think he's getting past Miami. I think Miami is – you know, they've been they've been tied to Tua for a year and a half now. You know, the tank for Tua mm-hmm. thing started right out – yeah, the tank yeah. for Tua, but that was also when he was projected to go yeah. number one, and Joe Burrow didn't have a name to, you know, no one even knew yeah. who Joe Burrow Joe was. Burrow was the guy that transferred from Ohio State and uh, couldn't start there. He's just a throwaway wherever, at LSU. LSU never puts good quarterbacks in the league. There's a lot There's a lot of headlines with Joe Burrow when he when he transferred to LSU. But if – if Miami's smart, they're gonna they're they're gonna they're they're not gonna get a quarterback. Like they, they'll probably get a quarterback. If they get a quarterback, I think it's gonna be Herbert. Right. Fitzpatrick is a great guy to sit behind for a year. Like like think about he he's got a very smart mind. Uh, he's been around the year for you know been around the league forever. A great guy to learn from. He's got one more year in his contract. It makes sense for them to draft a quarterback now, or to use all of this draft capital that they have. They have an absurd amount of picks. And just build a team around and then invest in a quarterback next year to come into a perfect situation. I, I feel like that's the situation that's going to happen. It's one or the other. Um, but I, I actually don't see them taking Tua. Huh. I, I really think that uh, I, I really think Herbert's going to end up landing there as I don't think they can just throw Tua out there and, and let him start taking hits. But then again, Fitzpatrick, like I said, could be the same thing. Let him play for a year. Because Fitzpatrick's the perfect guy to, to put on the bench. Halfway, halfway through uh, an 0-16 season. It's the cycle. You know? Yeah, it's, it's the cycle. Yeah. The cycle of Fitzpatrick, man. That's just what it is. Uh, I have one final question. This is what we should wrap on. Who are you going to take? Is it, is it finally a running back? Oh, man. I, uh, I actually haven't even <laughs> looked. I'm looking at my queue. Uh, my, the top of my queue, just to show, show my cards a little bit, is Rashad Penny and James White. Mine, at this mine point. too. Of those guys uh, I don't feel list. good about. I don't feel good about that at all. Um, I'm going in the yeah, opposite I think... direction. It's, it's, I don't know what's going on. Because I'm right after you. I got, I got the turn right after you. And I, neither of those guys are on my list. I'm not drafting either one of them. Well, so, yeah. You can probably I, end up I, with I can... both of them. Yeah, I'm looking like honestly, what I want to do, like I want to go Paris Campbell here. That that's the guy that I I just feel like is is a guy that didn't hit last year. You're able to he, get him super late. I he's going to thrive talent. with Rivers thrown. Um, I think. No, I think Paris Campbell's a terrible pick, Caleb. I, I really do. I'm telling you, I think you should just right? wait until the next round. He'll yeah, probably right? fall to uh, you. 
the the only running back that I actually see as a potential guy that that could surprise people because at this point I'm committed to to like fit out to buy draft capital in this rookie draft or trading for running backs. Like there's there's no way around it at this point. Like that's that's what I have to do, which is why I took all those quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, Justin Jack Justin Jackson's an no, interesting he's, guy. I'm looking. No, I'm staring. Just forget about yeah, him. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Let's <laughs> stop. Let's just stop talking. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he, he's already said the top two people in my yeah. queue. Okay. We're yeah, done. Exactly. We're done here. Thanks for coming. No. Um. Seriously, man. This was this was awesome. We really appreciate having you here. We we appreciate having you in the league and and. Uh, and you know, just you've you've made it very interesting for us, and we're happy that you came on with us and and shared some of your football knowledge, which is very extensive. And uh, I'm glad I got to know you, but it's it's been a pleasure. Hey, I really appreciate you guys bringing me on. If you guys ever need me back, let me know. Uh, love love hanging out with you guys. Uh, it's been super fun. I'm really excited to see what the league holds, and really, I'm interested to see how many, like you look at the rosters at the end of this draft. And then you take a picture of that. And then you take a picture of the rosters starting on week one. I <laughs> bet you they look so different. Yeah, no way. There's no possible way this, this league is just not going to trade and trade and trade. Yeah, the standard right. has been set. Now that we know it's a, a very aggressive league as, uh, in regards to trading, it's, it's just going to get more and more aggressive. But there's going to be – I have a feeling there's going to be an insane amount of trades before we even get to the rookie draft. But that's just me. But – um. Yeah, if you want to check out Caleb's stuff, he's a contributor over at DynastyFootballFactory.com. And uh, you can follow his very, very active Twitter account at FFDrake. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a terrible follow, guys. But, you know, always, always welcoming uh, the followers. Uh, I, so, you, you, people's champ, that, that doesn't provide You're going to get at least a couple yeah. from us, you know, because I'll, I'll go follow you right after. All right. Well, thanks for coming on, kid. We're looking forward to having you back on. And, uh I hope you make a terrible pick that's not Justin Jackson with your next one. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys.